0: welcome to the one life one chance podcast i'm your host toby Morris, and today i have a very very special guest i'm still in shock that he's in my kitchen uh please welcome to the podcast mr angelo moore
1: yay
0: thank you for having me man
1: That was like tom that was like some tom slick <laughs> shit yay <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you for being there man You're i, re- welcome, I, I really, really appreciate it man yeah um uh, grew up on your music seen you guys many times and uh Recently, I've been going to the ocean a lot with my friend Derek. Right here, we've been blasting Fishbone on, blasting yeah, Fishbone on the better. beach, trying to learn how to surf. Yeah, having midlife crisis. We're fifty years old. Yeah, <laughs> the
1: fuck you fifties! <laughs> god damn it! So yeah, just like Shit. going back in time. That's and, when the girls start calling you uncle. Oh my god. <laughs> this is when you know you ain't gonna get no plate in when they start calling you uncle. <laughs>
0: oh my god! Um, so uh, thanks for being. How's everything going with you? Everything good?
1: It's good, man. It's good for what it is, you know, just trying to stay creative and um, uh, stay creative while King Corona's rolling. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. I always say King Corona is rolling, the earth seeking to devour and is being quite successful at it. And And so when King Corona's taking a nap or he got his back turned, that's when I'm under the microscope making the music and the magic. <laughs> what the, the mic and the microscope is the streaming shit that's what yeah, I call that's the new that.
0: shit we're just talking about that. that's the new shit everybody streaming now, streaming live from all different places and yeah.
1: you know something you were saying earlier these people that gotta stay in and their mind start eating they 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 mind start eating their own brain or some shit like that's what you were saying, yeah, and so people don't know what to do with themselves, well, you know that's I'm telling you man that's what good that's one good thing about being an artist or a musician yeah. is because. I can stay in, yeah. And when my mind starts going overdrive, I can convert all that crazy shit into a song. As long as I got my instruments and my recording equipment around me, man, yeah. I could just stay in. I, you know, I have to make myself go outside. Yeah, yeah. So it's good for me because, yeah, I I got somewhere to to turn it into and into and, and making into music and stuff. Yeah, like it's, that. Therapeutic. yeah it's, it's therapeutic. Yes, it's it's a really good release for us. We're very lucky for sure. That's why I'm always telling people, you know, don't pick up a gun, pick up an instrument. The so, musical one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um so you so you were born out here in San Fernando Valley?
1: Yeah. I was born in LA and grew up in uh in Woodland Hills.
0: Woodland Hills? Yeah. Yeah, brothers and sisters? I, like,
1: got, I got one sister.
0: And so how was it growing up out here as I don't know how many, that many people that are born and raised in Cali. So many transplants here, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I you know, I grew up a little bit in LA. But then I, but then my, my family moved to Woodland Hills in 1974. Okay. And so we were like the first flying in the buttermilk out there because we was the only black family out there. Everybody wow. else was white for the most part. At least that's what I saw. Yeah. already like in L.A. Like people had already started moving outside. Well, the inner city busing program, Is what started to start to mix everybody up. Gotcha. Because I remember my school. I remember my elementary school. Because I went to elementary school in Woodland Hills. Elementary school, junior high, and high school. At least the high school was all white up to a certain point. But elementary and uh, 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 elementary and junior high was pretty much all was was majority white, except for the very few black people, you know, or Latino that lived in the in the valley.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so uh did you like did did you uh did you like school?
1: Damn did I like school <laughs> <laughs> that's a loaded answer right there. It is it is <laughs> well you know of course you always hate school man. You hated that shit, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's always <laughs> some good parts in there that, that you get. Totally. When you're growing up, you know. Yeah. I learned how to play my my instrument school. That's why I met Fishbone in junior high at the okay. mu- in the music class. Awesome. In band. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, and I ended up catching the bus from the valley all the way out here, almost every day of the week. Actually, really close to like Las- like Cadillac and. Yeah, I know that. And Los in Los Cienega. Yeah, it's down there right down the street. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Norwood and Fish's mama lived two blocks down from here, man. Wow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I was like, i I know this ain't gonna be at mama fish's house. Because <laughs> 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 you're right in the
0: neighborhood. That's crazy. Oh shit. Yeah. So you, so you met those guys in school and you start there
1: was a music class and that's where it kinda And that's where it all started. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, I wanted to be around more 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 black culture other than just my house. Mm-hmm. So that's when I catch the bus two and a half hour ride out from the valley out, out here and hang out with, with the guys in Fishbone and all that. Yeah. And then, I, then I'd hang out in Hollywood, dance on the corner in Hollywood. And then I catch the bus back on out to the valley. So how old were you then? I was like 16, 16. 17, yeah. Around that, yeah. Something yeah. like that.
0: And so uh, you knew from, right from the jump in school that you wanted to play music?
1: Well, I didn't know I wanted to play it to this intensity. Yeah, like it's on some forever shit now. Yeah, it's forever shit. <laughs> it's perpetuity. It, 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 it
0: is forever.
1: <laughs> so it's on some forever shit now. You know, <laughs> not even counting the record contracts, dude. So I, you know, I didn't know that back then. I was just having fun, you know, yeah. dancing. I quit my band a couple of times to be in a dance group. So. That just go to show right there, our music was not at the top of my mm. priority. I was too busy dancing to it and being manipulated by it, rather than being the manipulator of the music. Gotcha. What kind of dancing? I was pop locking, man. Oh shit! I used to break dance too. Oh, I was shit. doing all the pop lock. I never really got to break dancing too much. Yeah. You know, maybe a backspin, a headspin, but never all That's the a- crazy difficult shit. No windmills. Pop locking, yeah. Yeah. I could never get to the windmill. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you went to hip hop. You went to like the yeah. Early I was digging hip
1: hop and stuff. You know, but then when the the Hollywood club scene mm-hmm. came into the picture, that's when all the punk rock came in there too. The punk rock and the ska.
0: Yes, yes. Early eighties. And, and actually,
1: I I discovered reggae after the punk rock and ska. Mm. Or maybe the reggae with with the punk rock and ska, but it came later, a little later on.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. So did you graduate from school?
1: Yeah, I graduated. From El Camino High School.
0: El Camino. Mm-hmm. And did you have good grades in there? Did you have like...
1: Probably like a D plus. <laughs> at least or you're maybe passing. a C. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're passing. Yeah. You're passing. <laughs> yeah, but at least I passed that motherfucker, man. And then I went to Pierce College <laughs> Uh huh. <laughs> for about three months. Three months? Yeah, and I ended up quitting that. And probably right after that, I went on tour with Fishbone. That's when all that started kicked off right but i just didn't know what to look for in college man mm-hmm. you know i was just going to the, doing the basic classes like english and ma- you know math and stuff like that and yeah you know i took a took a singing class that's awesome but didn't get too far <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't exciting It wasn't no yeah you know danger to the shit so and i was liking all that dangerous yeah challenging yeah, yeah. elements of mm-hmm. the music and so I got the rest of my education on the road. Yeah. Some of it may not have been the right education, but I got the good and the bad education out there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know.
0: What what was, what was like the first punk band you heard that uh dude, like I love this shit. Like this is some different shit.
1: Um Oh, thank you, man. Oh shit, man. The bad brains. Sure. On with the green tape and the yellow cover with the with the uh with the White House getting struck by lightning. Yep.
0: Rock for light. Yeah.
1: No band in D.C. Oh, band in
0: D.C. That's right. Yeah, yeah. On the cassette tape. Cassette tape. Yeah. Roar, roar cassette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was yeah. listening
1: to that shit. I'm like, these white boys is killing. <laughs> <laughs> Until I looked at the cover. Oh. I'm like, shit. oh shit! Somebody made a mistake. They put a reggae band on the back. <laughs>
0: That's the first thing I thought, oh, you know. Shit. I wouldn't.
1: I didn't think that shit for too long, though, you know. Yeah. But it was like, oh my god, really? Wow, you know. And man. then the Circle Jerks and Black Flag, Black Hell, Flag, yeah. and Dead Kennedys followed up shortly after that.
0: Yes. Shoot. You so, know. so Fishbone started in 1979. That's for real, yep. huh?
1: Wow, man. Yep. Junior high school. Hale junior high. Holy shit. And then '83 was when the first record came out.
0: Yeah, I got that. The
1: EP, right? Oh no, yep. that's before the EP
0: with Ugly on it, right?
1: Yeah, that's the EP. Yeah,
0: I thought it was '85. My bad. Yeah,
1: '84 or something okay. like
0: that. Yeah.
1: You know, I forget all that shit, man. Did you have a
0: demo before that or something? Was yep, just- and we had a demo. Okay.
1: We had a demo that we recorded at Columbia Records in the basement of uh, Holy of the shit, records over there on Santa Monica and uh, uh, Hollywood and Vine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So in the basement, we recorded the first our first demo. Holy shit. Yep.
0: So so you, you had already heard did you hear the bad brains after Fishbone started or before?
1: After. Yeah. You were
0: already doing your own sound, your own
1: thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we was already playing Rick James and yeah. Funkadelic and shit. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and Led yeah. Zeppelin and the doors. It's
0: a sick combo, yeah. Uh we
1: was doing all that shit, but mainly we was Funkadelic Rick James heads, man. And then and then the sky came into the picture, and you know, and then of course we was just copying selector madness specials we were awesome. just digesting all that shit and then after that that's when the, the originals start to come cause you know first you emulate your heroes and totally. then you translate it into your own shit mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: and so how, how was Fishbone received back then when you guys first started playing cause it was so different I thought it was so original for the time
1: people well, tripped out yeah it was tripping yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was tripping the most because I was just like, where are all the black people at? Mm. That's what kind of fucked me up for a minute. I was still having fun, though. Yeah, of course. I really hated white people back then, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I was in the valley. (laughs) 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 I get called nigger walking down the street. Not nigger, but nigger. Fuck. Okay, so this did that. Fucking horrible. Yeah, so I was dealing with that shit. Coming back, riding the bus from, from around here. Two and a half hours on the way back. Walking home from the bus stop, El Camino, uh, El Camino shopping center, walk past my school up the hill. Sometimes motherfuckers would drive by in the truck, nigger, and, you know, fuck you. you know, I'm like, like, you know, so after a while, I was just going, fuck you back. Yeah, with, a, with a heavy ghetto blaster in my hand, a backpack, and a saxophone in the <laughs> other. <That's> so, <laughs> so, you know, I wasn't going nowhere fast. No, no, no. So, I ran into Vons, and then they wait. Now, we're going to get you, you fucking... And I'm That's telling funny. the manager. So, different shit like that. Yeah, man. Fuck. Made me hate everything around me that I was seeing before, you know, up until I got in the house. Yeah. You know, and so I I turned... I, but I was digging the punk rock scene because the punk rock scene hated hated everything. Yeah, yeah. And so, because they hated everything, they was it was love with hate together as one. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> and I had my yeah. hate shit going on. I'm like, wow, well, these, you know, they may be white, but they seem to care. You know, they so hate we both share the same. We share the same passion in a way. You know. Yeah. Not nah, yeah, hating the Nazis. That's uh, cool. what was the... Uh, sharp sharp skins sharp yeah. skins yeah, yes man. i met the sharp skins back back in that that that, that era that was a good thing right? yeah. yeah sharp skins man
0: yeah yeah i yeah. feel like th- yeah the punk rock and all that shit was like fuck yeah fuck racism fuck the government mm-hmm. sometimes fuck your parents but i love my yeah. I, I love my mom so i wasn't really about that but
1: yeah i was about fuck my parents for a okay, while okay because <laughs> religion <laughs> oh religion so strict, strict peace, religious man. family Jehovah Witness, yeah. Okay. So it was Jehovah I Witness said somebody
0: the other while. day was a Jehovah Witness too. They grew up like that. Wow. Hmm. Okay. So
1: that was that was fun for a while until I cursed somebody out at the door during Bible, sur- Bible st- service. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you That's rebelled so- hard. You
0: rebelled hard, <laughs> man.
1: I went from Jerry Curl to Mohawk to tattoo <laughs> right in the middle <laughs> of my fucking head. I love it.
0: <laughs> so your parents like you kind of just on your own once you get out it's
1: just yeah it was you know the religion pretty much uh, mm-hmm. made it end up with a bang you know
0: yeah are they still are they still religious to this day
1: well my mother is mm. my dad's not here no more okay but my dad was uh he was a little more on the wild side he played saxophone with count basie oh wow yeah and uh and stuff like that you know and my, and they were both Teaching in the LA Unified School District.
0: Okay. So when you start getting to the crazy, mood they're like, "Yo, this guy's gone." It's like he found some other crazy music. Like this isn't like because I, I read your mom and your parents would play like soul and jazz and funk in the house oh, yeah, and all, all that, that stuff.
1: stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. And then your know, the punk rock shit gave me a reason to rebel.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: And, you know, and the sky was in there too. You know, and the reggae was a good, good mixture. You know, like a good yin to the yang. It's you know cool shit off so yeah
0: so did you guys create like a little buzz before you dropped your first ep was there like a buzz for fishbone back then
1: i don't know maybe
0: yeah it's pre-internet we, we were playing
1: the club scene yeah so we were out there playing
0: you had a name for yourself people knew the game yeah, we were
1: making we were making a name for ourselves yeah you know i mean back when you starting out with your first record At least for me, I wasn't thinking about nothing but the music. Yeah. So I had horse blinders on. I didn't know what the fuck the record company was doing, what Mm -hmm. they meant. I knew that they were there and I knew we would release the record, but I didn't know the devil in the details. So, yeah. And it's a whole lot of that in the details. Oh, for sure. It's a lot. Yeah. Is it it true that one
0: of the Musk
1: boys. Oh, yeah. Brian O'Neill. Really? Brian O'Neill.
2: 48, yeah, 48
1: out the boys are <laughs> back in town that's what they was doing hey, <laughs> yeah. and brian o'neill uh got us a gig at Madame wong's east chinatown okay and so we opened up for them wow Wow, man that's,
0: that's crazy. fucking cr- that's crazy, crazy. Right?
1: that's awesome yeah that's they, they put us up there man on the first one yeah and then we just we just kept doing it from there
0: yeah so the first record was that a major was that Capitol?
1: What was on the first? Capital.
0: Yeah, the first one, right? Yeah. So, Straight to the Major was your first EP. Yeah. And then it turned to Sony. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. I mean, I remember hearing that first EP with Ugly on it and fucking um, Party at Grin Zero, all that, man. Like, just like, holy shit. Yeah. This is so different. You know what I mean? Uh. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was so refreshing because it was, it was a mix between everything that you loved. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And plus, man, all that stuff, it was all funk based. When I think about everybody's roots in the band, like what we like musically, you know, growing up with all that soul music, all of the soul stuff was going into the the music that we had, dis, were discovering. Yeah. Which was a part of the hardcore scene of LA, all that eclectic type shit. So that was going in all the that, So that's probably what, <clears throat> I'm guessing what made it different looking at it from the outside, you know? Yeah. And then vo- Voyage
0: to the Land of... Uh a freeze-dried fart? Uh, freeze Godzilla, Godzilla farts.
1: Voyage yeah, to the land of the freeze-dried dry Godzilla farts.
0: What does that even come from? What does <laughs> that even come from? It's, <laughs> a, it's, about, an,
1: it's about the nuclear bomb mm. dropping. Okay. Yeah. So it's like a, a Godzilla fart. Gotcha. If Godzilla farted <laughs> on your town, it would be the equivalent to an atom bomb.
0: Pretty true. Actually, you got
1: the looting and the rioting and all that shit that mm-hmm. comes after. Um, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like right from the jump
0: on the EP, like you had a video, right? It was a video out. Not for for party oh, of ground zero. Was, yeah, man. And I feel like that. I feel like that was on TV. I heard. I feel like that right from the jump, man. It seems like it was. I remember seeing it somewhere, like on TV.
1: Maybe you know. I guess they was playing us on MTV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's trippy, man. When you're in a band, you don't really look at that shit. I know i make the music and don't even turn around and look. Yeah. And then everybody comes back and tells me about it. <laughs> you all listen yeah, to what you, you play it, after, you,
0: after you do it? Hell no. Hell no. You just keep it moving to the next. There next was time. a
1: point when I was listening. Yeah. In my life, but it didn't really last too long. You know, well, listening back to the old stuff. Yeah, or after you, after you play, after you listen to your performance, after you play, Ooh. Shit and critique like that, and critique like, it, oh, shit. Oh, that's you, you gone. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you just critique the shit and listen to it back. Wow. Yeah, we didn't we didn't critique. We just moved move. We did that for a while, but then it stopped. And I think to myself, why don't I? What does that mean? When you don't listen to your just the stuff that did, you don't even listen or look at the egg you laid, you just move on. Yeah. A lot of
0: people... Yeah, it's crazy.
1: It's just a good way to think about it. It's true. You know. You
0: can go back and reminisce on it maybe or... who? Yeah. So did you guys tour in that EP for a long time? Like hit the road
1: hard for that when it came out? I think so. Yeah. I think we... Uh, that's when all the touring started. Yeah. That's when it was all starting.
0: Whole different world, man.
1: Yeah. For real.
0: Because you guys were playing locally
1: before that, right? We're playing locally in LA. Yeah. Then we started going up to San Francisco... And playing the Stone up on Market Street. Keystone, and Palo Alto. There. Yeah. All that shit up north. So we was going from L.A. up north. Or L.A. down south to San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And then we started moving upward and outward, like more Seattle and Denver and shit like that, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. It's traveling and shit more, yeah. It's all a blur. <laughs> <laughs> and then... It's, it's only it's only a couple of years, I think, between that and Truth and Soul. Because Truth and Soul was like 88, and that was like 85, maybe 84. A couple years, yeah, a couple of years.
1: Yeah, Truth and Soul was the next one. Yeah. That was
0: like the fucking... That was the shit. I mean, I'm I mean, i saying, like that was just like, really put you guys out there, I feel like. You know what I mean? Truth like, and Soul, huh? Put you on the map. Yeah, man. Like, Yeah. I mean, every single song on that record... You, even the last joint in the whole record, Change, is one of the incredible songs. And that's like the last song. You know what I mean? Oh it was right. so different Ch- for you.
1: Changes on that record. Right. Man, I, I gotta tell you, dude, I don't know where <laughs> nothing is. Well, I'm
0: glad I know. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm know glad somebody knows because yeah. I don't.
1: Shit. But I'm there. spending my half my time trying to run away from that motherfucker. <laughs> 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 no, but change changes. It's like it's like in the Matrix, dude. Yeah. when neo tried to run out of the train station and he end up right back there staring at that ugly motherfucker that he gotta <laughs> he gotta get on the train to get his ass out of there for real yeah. <laughs> but i mean
0: <laughs> change was like so different for you guys and it's at the end of that record and it's such a banger man you know what i mean it's like a, almost like a ballad it's fucking so different for you and you sound so good you're singing it's I don't know I just I, that song still gives me goosebumps I mean every song mom pie everything on the fucking record man Yeah. and even subliminal fascism what you're singing about back then is, is relevant now oh yeah and it ain't shit. subliminal yeah it's like 30 years ago it's crazy man it ain't
1: subliminal now that shit is all out <laughs> in the front shameless <laughs> <No>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true though um pouring rain did just so many Bone in the boneyard did so many fucking yeah
1: that's when everybody ghetto was, sound
0: wave dude. that's when
1: everybody was starting to go through the blender <laughs> falling slowly into the blender. Good
0: music. Amazing this re- the, re- the records just, <laughs> the records perfect though. It's a fucking classic, bro. It's like yeah. I, have yeah. Wall, yeah, I have a wall, I have a my office of all my inspirational albums that's on there like it's
1: just I'm thankful.
0: It's yeah, it's I'm thankful
1: I got to tell myself. Do you
0: remember you remember making that record at all now? Yeah. <laughs> was it fun to make? I'm sure it was.
1: Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, I don't know what you want to know. <laughs> <laughs> what you want to know, made man? It, you made you made it in L.A. somewhere, like where, maybe recording. Where... So okay, let me see. All right, we're digging. Okay, we're digging. Okay, we're groovy graveyard digging. Okay, let me see. Ah, we're digging, digging. I Digging into skeletons, right? Oh, it's a lot of bones, man. Yeah, let me see. Oh a lot of dead. Was moments. that a rough time back then or something? Yeah, or, of oh, course. Oh, okay, 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 okay You know, when you're getting started and you don't know shit but the music, yeah, it's a lot of other stuff on the outside of your music artistic bubble yeah that you really ain't paying attention record to record label all that shit money right. business uh-huh, all that right and that's why you got managers and you got the record la- you got managers you got lawyers you got all that shit see and it, and when they see that you don't know then they want to steal from you too everybody starts taking putting their hands in the pot that's right and then later on when you see everybody's putting their hands in the pot but you really ain't got no time to pay attention to that because you got to go on, on stage and do that
0: yeah and do what you're supposed to. That's all you're, do yeah. what you're supposed to do. Exactly.
1: You know, it's mm. easy for them to get you. you yeah. Know? And that's where the pain comes in. And that's where all the good, mad, angry lyrics come in, too. Gotcha. You know, but then you, you know, you kind of stuck there because you're in love with it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's a masterpiece with, surrounded with pain and drama and business and all this other shit. But you made yeah. this incredible record. That's right. But how you
1: got there is. And they don't want you to stop. Especially they, after that, they want you to keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they'll do whatever it takes. They give you a lot of money, drugs, bitches, all kind of shit. You know, mm-hmm. money that you don't even uh, uh, loans you don't even own and shit. Advances and advances shit, advances yeah. and everything. They'll never tell you you got to pay back. True. So you True. know, I got you. All all that <laughs> right there. All that right there. Of course, you don't you don't think about that shit until thirty years later when you yeah. go be ripped. <laughs> God damn motherfucker you look behind you see the big ass fucking crater burning in the fucking earth you know the blew your shit What perpetuity What does that mean that little tiny word right down there <laughs> You mean you got my dreams in the next life too <laughs> Damn motherfucker, you don't even want I don't even want to play no more.
0: Yeah. Come on, man. We got
1: a gig coming up. We got a tour. We got a tour coming up, man. Don't, don't don't think about that shit. Come on, motherfucker. We got a tour coming up. Three months in the bus. Come on.
0: Three months in the bus. Yeah. Yeah,
1: three months in the bus, right? Dude. It's true. I, so I you know, you, man. I feel you. Devil's in the details. Yeah. Yeah. Then when you come out on the other side of it, you probably an alcoholic or a drunk or a drug addict or you probably even dead. Mm-hmm. that's when they make the most money off of you see yeah. so all them different things you know you gotta protect yourself from stay prayed up you know try not to get fucked up you know that's that ain't that's that ain't easy as easier said than done yeah you know what i'm saying
0: you guys are you guys are walling out partying back then like, oh yeah yeah
1: you got you know you got roadies, you got people to carry your equipment to kind of keep you disconnected from reality. True. So to keep the artist with their head in the clouds and and their feet high five above ground and shit, so you can't feel shit. So that's you true, ain't got to set up a goddamn thing. You just get on there and just go yeah, and that's it. You ain't got to break nothing down. It's true. Somebody shit. told me that on the Warp Tour. It Somebody did. told me they said Angelo. You ever notice how? The artists. They don't carry any of their equipment. They got they the it's in the culture, it's in the music culture. You don't even let the you're not supposed to let the artists hook up their own shit. You're supposed to have somebody hook it up for them so that you can relieve them of the responsibility that you actually have to put your instrument together. Mm. Now you have to dismantle it. Now you gotta put it back. Instead, it is just magically given to, to you, right? Now, of course, I'm not gonna turn down a motherfucker put setting my shit up. Yeah. I am <laughs> not gonna turn it down, right? Yeah. But I could see how that leaves the artist disconnected from a part of reality.
0: That's true. Just walk up hands it hands here, and that's it. Here, here,
1: that's it. Play it. Yeah. Here, take that shit, okay? I'm out. You know, sort of, but the reality is, okay, now you got to unscrew it, break it down, put it in, make sure it's nice and protected. Yeah. <clears throat> like, damn, I never, shit. I never thought about that. You know, up until a certain, up until somebody mentioned that shit to me, sitting in the back of a semi on a warp tour. Just mm. walk up, they hand it to you.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> Fuck, man. I'm I'm thinking about the stuff you just said too. I, there's a record that we made that I'm not proud of and I don't like it, but people love the record. But I think about making it and the stress and being on this major label and being at the Oakwoods and being away from my, just everything about it and then like not really being involved and this and people, and then you look think about that record and it may be special to somebody else, but to you it's like damn, there's a lot of fucking drama I around got the damn record. Pain in that bitch, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like you don't think about that. You know what I mean? Like you made this incredible record, but how did you make it getting like what, what it
1: took to make that, you know what I'm saying? The shit you dealt with. See, and then, yeah, cause you're dealing with a lot of egos, pride, um, ugh, stubbornness, know-it-all shit, every, different, different conflicting personalities, as well as a lot of the good, all as well as a lot of the collaboration and love and camaraderie and everything that you experience. Yeah. When you're writing some shit, you know, there's a whole, it's a lot of negatives too, you know, yeah, that, that you got to deal with because you're dealing with music and music is the, music is the frequency it's the phenomenon that controls people. I was telling this. I was telling this shit to somebody. I'm like, you know, you know. Waves, artists and musicians, were you know, we create the magic of pushing wind and lights, mm-hmm. and distributing frequencies that control people, right? Yeah. You know, you got the major threat, which is lyrics. And you got the minor threat, which is music. And so the music that controls, that controls your body, man. That controls your blood. We made up of water, right? Yeah. So the frequency, like you put a plate of water on top of a bass woofer, and you play your favorite bassy dubstep or whatever, a reggae song, you see, it, or or your frequency, you see how the, the shapes that it makes in the water, right? Yeah. So yeah. just imagine how the shapes that it's making in the people when it's blasting through that PA. It's true, man. Run in a circle. (laughs) They run in a circle. Now turn around. And you play that shit and you got them going and shit. Oh, and then when you put some words to it, motherfucker, you got some robots. (laughs) 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 So, of course, of course, the music business is like, really? Oh, we need to put some money on this and control it and everything because music. That that you can create a monster if you want with yeah. music, yeah. And you no, know, and then you put the words on top of it. Oh my God, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it's all all <laughs> that shit. So that so that's why you got people with. All, we, got, we got to do it this way. We got to be able to figure out the best way to control motherfuckers. You know, you got a lot of that shit in the back in the person's subconscious when they're when they have those powers at their fingertips.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, truth, truth, and soul did really well. Um, inspired a lot of people. We loved it. It was it was painful, but obviously you appreciate what you did. Yeah, there. I'm it, thankful for all of it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the label was happy with it, stoked on it. And mm. you guys toured a lot on that record. I remember seeing you guys on the tour for sure. Mm. See yeah. you guys in New York or somewhere, somewhere back east. Yeah. Uh,
1: what was the name of that place? Uh, Ma- not Maverick Flat. Um, oh my God, man. Maybe... Irving Plaza? Irving Plaza. <laughs> yeah, <That's>... Irving Plaza. <laughs> you guys, do you guys that shit? I think yeah, we, there. I think yeah, we got banned from there for me pulling my nuts out doing a scrotum check. Oh, shit. Scrotum oh, my check. Oh, God, man. And they banned us, you know. <laughs> Irving Plaza, dude. I keep wanting to call that place Maverick's Flat, but that's the place over on That's a hip hop joint on Crenshaw. Okay, okay. b joint on Crenshaw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Irving Plaza, man. That was fucking.
0: Beastie Boys, and Murphy's Law, Fishbone.
1: Wow. I know, oh, and killing it, right? Yeah, killing it. And they used to play uh, hardcore before yeah. they went into hip hop. Walks too,
0: first record. Yeah, yeah, they were hardcore punk kids. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Crazy, right? So yeah, and killing it. I'm like, okay, I believe you. <laughs> so Beastie Boys, Fishbone, Murphy's Law. That's fucking sick.
1: Yeah, that was a yeah, that was wow. the uh, License to Ill tour. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. That's they had a big great. dick come out of the stage, out of the yeah. jacking box yeah. in the back of the stage. Yeah. <laughs> crazy shit. Strippers and shit. I remember that one stripper. She was fine. She gave everybody crabs in the yeah. crew. Huh? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> remember that shit? <laughs> <know it>. Motherfuckers <laughs> got crabs. that told me that.
0: Shout out to Jimmy G, though. Love Jimmy G. Love Murphy's Jimmy Law, Gestapo, man. yep. Bass,
1: dude. Bless. Like, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> Yep, and I was looking I was looking at it all from the side too. <laughs> so that must have been a crazy tour. That must have been a crazy tour, man. That That that's when me and Jimmy Gestapo went to jail in at the Mardi Gras.
2: Whoa. And we
1: saw Daryl Jennifer in there from the Bad Brains in jail too. What? Uh-huh. And he was like, man, they want me to cut my dreadlocks off before good to go to court.
0: Fuck,
1: man. That was at Mardi Gras? That was in Mardi Gras, man. I went, I ran out there to pick up a trinket off the ground to, to throw off the float. And I'm standing there with Jimmy and this policeman would come running toward me. I'm thinking to myself, damn, who the fuck is he coming at? He look mad as hell. <laughs> Came right for my ass.
0: Holy <laughs>
1: shit. <laughs> Took me to the corner, you know, frisking me. I'm like, man, what I do? Shut up. Hit me over the head of the club. And he threw me over the trunk of the, uh, the, the hood of the car. Holy shit. Jimmy Gestapo said, man, stop, you know, stop fucking with him. He plays with the band. He's playing with us. They arrested him too. They put his in the back of the, the police truck. And on the way downtown to the police station, this lady was like, You left my baby on the corner. All right. They picked her up and left her kid on the corner. They took us all down there. And we stayed in jail for the day. And lucky, uh Todd Youth's uncle. Todd Youth. Wow. His uncle was the sheriff for Come on, man. the New Orleans Police. Holy shit. And that's how we got out of there. Rest in peace, Todd Youth, man. I know,
0: right? Bro. Whew, God bless. Amazing human, man. Amazing musician, too. Um, holy shit. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's how I, I remember that. You, Daryl, and Jimmy Gestapo. That's far enough. <laughs> <laughs> what a crew, man. Some wild shit, dude. Fuck. <laughs> <Ron>. See? <laughs>
1: I'm sure people were getting really crazy <laughs> on the Beastie Boys tour. That shit was oh, lots of beer slinging.
0: I mean, they they have came out since and apologized for that tour. Oh, <laughs> they did, behavior, yeah. And the new, new movie and their behavior oh, and those dicks and like just being becoming like something the label wanted them to be. They wanted to be like kind of like the jock party vibe. They didn't. Want they to be apologized either. for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They became they they became rock stars that they didn't want to be. They talked about it. Who
1: told them to do that?
0: The label shit, man. You should see the documentary. It's incredible, man. The Beastie Boys doc. Oh, I need to check that out. It's incredible, man. They talk about all that. Like, yo, that wasn't really us. We were were fucking gimmick. We became a gimmick. We became shit we made fun of.
1: Hell no. That's what they say in the doc, man. I thought that the beer slinging, because the beer slinging was just like the whole, it's like if you were to turn the music off, mute the music, and look at the stage show, that was like some punk rock CBGB's yeah. beer slinging shit yeah. is what that was, right? Yeah. So that was that whole culture until so you let the mute button off, and it was hip-hopping. It was crazy. Badass hip-hop. Yeah, it was. It was so
0: <laughs> original, man. That shit was so fucking...
1: And who was the DJ that was within Who was his brother? Hurricane? Hurricane.
0: Yeah, yeah then it was mixmaster Mike after that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. they talk about like becoming fraternity boys, and they, did, they made fun of that growing up, and they didn't want to become that. But
1: the record company told him to do that yeah, because
0: after that tour happened, they were so burnt on it, they were so fucking fried from that tour, and they wanted to chill out. And they, know like, know, we have to go make another record just like that, make another fucking license ill. So they made Paul's Boutique, which is fucking incredible. Paul's Boutique, uh huh, right? Incredible, and it didn't do so well. And then, but that's what they really wanted to be. That's who they were, oh. like that style. So when they did that, they were like, and the nah. record
1: company wasn't really behind it. Huh? Nah,
0: and and that is a fucking classic. That's a. People love that record, you know, Paul's Boutique. You know, is it's Paul's
1: Boutique the one? Is Sabotage on there? That's later on. I think
0: that's. Uh, it might be Check Your Head, or Let's Check Your Head with Sabotage. Yeah, that's later. When they're playing punk shit on there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Interesting, man. It's an interesting story because
1: I gotta check that out. Yeah, I it's really never fucking. Do that.
0: Yeah. So Reality of My Surroundings, which is fucking another great record. You've been talking about reality a lot. Is that kind of inspired by the reality of what was going on with the band and life and the industry and? Everything you're surrounded with, basically
1: Norwood named it, and I guess it was because of what was just going on in our surround in our reality yeah yeah yeah, totally, yeah, and so yeah, and so that's you know I guess all the lyrics, the reality of my surroundings stands for everything that it is around you in your reality. <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah.
0: <laughs> but Spike Lee did your video which is pretty fucking awesome.
1: It's on a Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Was
0: it did. how was it working with Spike Lee?
1: It was good. That's when I busted my head, my forehead on the lock on the inside of the gate that they had us performing in. I remember. Oh shit. You know, they got like the the, the latch and then they got the the exposed screw. Mm. He smashed during I hit, the video. I hit my forehead right there <laughs> on the middle, right on my with my third eye. Would be I had a big old scratch. They had to stop the video and take me to the hospital. Oh get shit! Yeah.
0: Did you film that out here or now in uh, New York? That was in New York. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Manhattan. So on the Saturday. So was the label? Was you probably remember? Don't care, but was that? Did you made the record you wanted to make? And I'm sure there was a little pressure, probably because Truth and Soul was so successful. And you said the label was all like in your mix. <laughs> But like, was the label happy with that record? Do you remember, or they were stoked on it, or I guess who gives a fuck? I really didn't know, man. It was, <laughs> you know, just, it was such a great record, though, man. There's, there's so many great songs on that record, man.
1: Yeah, they, they, uh, you know, I, I, I would guess they were behind it because we were on tour.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: and the tour support would come from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I knew. The two support came from the record company. And all the interviews and shit was set up through them too. All the interviews and stuff? Interviews that would come around. Yeah, the press and everything.
0: Did yeah. you guys have a couple different managers back then too you probably went through as well? Yep. And me too. I've been through like so
1: many fucking... Yeah, managers, yeah. You know.
0: And i just doing it by yourself. It's fucking... It's, it's, it's brutal it's, when you do it by yourself. It is a little bit, yeah. <laughs> it is. You tried doing that before? It's hard. It is hard. Cause my
1: mind is on the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I gotta when I gotta change my 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 brain from notes to numbers, mm-hmm. it's hard, right? Man, it is something hard. Did Did you guys and
0: take I, a break after that tour for a little while too, before like the um, the set the booty up Right EP came out? Because I thought you guys were chilled for a little bit. I
1: set the booty up right was uh, what was that after reality, of my surroundings? Yeah. yeah with the jungle brothers oh
0: shit i didn't realize that jungle Brothers from new york
1: jungle brothers oh
0: shit i didn't even know that another great group man the native tongues all that shit was so brothers wow how'd that come about just
1: i forget they (laughs) was was on there (laughs) you know we was meeting all kind of people back in the day so yeah they we all crossed paths and we collaborated it's awesome I think that's when uh, we went on tour with Dead Our Soul and the Goody Mob. Wow, that's fucking... That's a fucking that seems like the same era. That's a joy. Yeah, Joy. That's when we was working with Dallas Austin. That's when we started doing with Dallas Austin and DARP. DARP Records and Dallas Austin. And nice. So, yeah, and that's when we met the Dungeon family which turned out to be Cee Celo. I forget the guy's name. Um, Goody, Goody Mob. And and the Goody Mob and uh uh Gip, Gip, was, Gip yeah. was Joy's husband. And then yeah, the Goody Mob and, and then Dale. I saw and then we were, so we went on tour with them and I remember the Goody Mob opened pretty much every night, but when when Fishbone would close. All the black, the majority of black people would disappear and the audience would then would turn majority white.
0: Holy shit.
1: And then it was the other way around. <laughs> when De La was closed, the black people would have to wait through us. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> to, get what? to see De La That's Soa. crazy, man. Far. So I tried to jump on all the sisters. I tried to mess up all the girls' perms and everything before they come up. say so they remember us. I'm like, you going to remember us, you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Holy shit! <laughs> oh, fuck, That's a sick tour though. Goody Mob, Fishbone, De La. Holy shit, man! De La Soul was incredible, man. Yeah, all that shit. Tribe Called Quest, De La, all that Native mm-hmm. Tongues,
1: and and I think we was on tour with them. What's De La Soul's record with the big flower on the front? De La is dead. Yeah, or maybe before. Before
0: that. this, All Flowers is, is uh, uh three feet high and rising
1: i think that's what it was wow yeah i think
0: yeah that was fucking this is the first record yeah yeah that's sick that's a sick combo man
1: wow you don't see that that much that kind of phone does that phone work yeah
0: it uh yeah it does but we don't really fuck with it it's really scary sound and shit yeah it's old school
1: (laughs) ah it's a scary sound it's old school huh
0: my son learned how to make calls on when he was a kid though my wife made him learn how to call people and shit like I'm always told my wife. My wife thinks she's fucking out of Lucy. She's super fifties. Uh-huh. <laughs> she <can> <laughs> That's great. She's living in the fucking time warp. See, so I got a
1: I got a phone at home like that. I got a dial phone. It ain't for the wall. It's just for the table. Classic you know. Shit. I know. I gotta hook it up, man. <laughs> <get
0: that. laughs> you can tell by the fucking layout in here. Yeah. Um And then uh, g- give give a monkey a brain, and he'll uh, swear he's the center of the universe. That song "Swim" was super fucking hard. Those was, you guys were hard, you guys had hard elements, but that was like so hard when it came out, yeah. it was different. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. John Bigham wrote that one.
0: That was, uh, was you guys all on the same label the whole time? Or, or did you stay on there after realizing my surroundings? Do you remember? Cause I feel
1: like that one record wasn't on
0: the Capitol. Maybe not. I, I
1: remember we give a monkey a brain and he'll swear. He's the center of the universe, but we was trying to get off of Sony Mm. Gotcha. Because they wanted us to go more pop. Oh, jeez. And we wanted it to stay like it was, so we just wrote the most absurd music that we possibly that's could. That's I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. And then that's when they put us off the label. <laughs> so uh, swim, swim really worked. Swim All shit was shit worked. Yeah, them, yeah. <laughs> Swim was one of them.
0: So they let you go, huh? That's yep. Sick.
1: They dropped us, and that's when we went to Dallas Austin.
0: Okay. I know that name. He's like a big producer or something, right?
1: Yeah, R and B producer. Yeah, that's
0: right. That's right. Yeah, I think it's stuff with Jermaine Dupree or something. I remember hearing that name back yeah, then. Yeah,
1: he, he was a good guy, man. He had he, uh, you know, he assisted in us putting some good music together. He just didn't know how to market it.
0: Yeah, Fishbone's so unique. I couldn't even imagine Cause trying because he,
1: mar- he was running the majority on his label, for at least from what I saw, was a lot of R and B.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: he loved rock music and he loved all that shit. He just didn't know how to market it, mm-hmm. so the record didn't do really do shit, you know. But, but he, he loved was, you guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was digging us, so the record it got out there, but it didn't get out there as far as it could.
0: Yeah. Did you ever feel like not doing Fishbone, like just breaking the band up at points, like just got burnt down the whole industry and shit? Or no?
1: Oh yeah. So like yeah. fucking,
0: I'm done with this shit.
1: So many times. Yeah. But then I kept on going, duh, well, who else is going to do it? <laughs> <laughs> so, you yeah. know, the original lineup, all those motherfuckers quit. Mm. Then it's just me and Norwood left, me and Norwood and Walt, and then Walt quit, right? And then uh, and then we got a whole new lineup of motherfuckers. That's what we call the Special Forces, Fishbone Special Forces. It's Awesome.
0: You've had so many rotating musicians in there, but really great musicians, too. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah. So many great players, man.
1: Yeah, man. Rocky George was up in there. That's right. John McKnight. Kid Merv. John Stewart. Padre. Dre Gibson. Paul Hampton. Curtis Story. He's passed away. The other cat from Mars Volta, who played keyboard, whose name oh, wow. I can't remember, he passed away. Too, he was in there. Freddie Flint passed away. He was in. He was a reggae artist. He was playing guitar or keys for a while. Yeah. So, I trom uh, uh, Elizabeth Trombonita? She, I think, she played trombone. Weapon of choice for a minute. She was in there. She was the first lady.
0: Oh wow. Mm-hmm.
1: And so, uh. That's, you know, that was a whole different era mm-hmm. of Fishbone. Yeah. Probably two records we did. The Psychotic Friends, networks Chim Chims? Chim Chims was still Fishbone. Okay. Maybe with a couple of different guys, but it was mainly the main lineup. But then <clears throat> after Chim Chim, that's when people started leaving, and that's when we got a whole nother, uh installment in. You know to take us for another 10 years i'm guessing maybe. wow yeah
0: that song riot on chim chimps was a straight-up hardcore song it was so it was so sick yeah it was just, just totally totally i know it's fish but it was just like a hardcore band it was just yeah awesome
1: i like you know with a hardcore lots of hardcore i'm telling you how i relate to all the hard the that fast punk rock hardcore shit is gospel
2: hmm.
1: because gospel the gospel beats are the same as punk rock beats same
0: Oh, yeah. I never fucking thought about that. Same
1: shit. Except punk rock doesn't have me- too much melody. Hardly any melody at all, but it's got a lot of aggression. Yeah. And Gospel's got a lot of melody, melody and soul. But they both got the same kind of drum beats. I didn't even and think the about Same that, tempos.
0: Man. That's crazy. We do the clapping like that. Yeah. yeah
1: so that's how I was like, oh, because I was on a Darby crash kick for a good while and my band hated same. my ass because they was like why don't you just sing why don't you sing I'm like how you gonna sing to this Darby Crash ain't singing (laughs) (laughs) and then when I heard Shirley Caesar I'm like oh Shirley Caesar (laughs) Uh, uh, Shirley Caesar um, what's that motherfucker's name Uh, uh, Reverend James Cleveland all those gospel groups man that just like that got that crazy fast Holy Ghost gospel I'm like oh this is it this is it right here
0: yeah. I never heard somebody break it down like that, with the clapping with the gospel. It's yeah. amazing,
1: man. It oh, makes yeah. total sense, man. Yeah. Well wow. I've heard some fast breakneck gospel beats.
0: Yeah. yeah I heard this in uh, King's X. Kinda, I heard this beat that they are doing the song. That being King's I'm X? Like, yeah. And kind of like this gospel from
1: church. I was like, yo, it's the same beat. Same like, beat, yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 The upbeats. Yeah. You know. That's the up the upbeat, the snare of the upbeat. That's right, dude. Back, like, I just remember like ladies dancing. Ladies dancing, falling out over the chair, dresses flying up, tambourines and shit. Yeah. Waving their fan, fall out in the aisle way. Oh, my God, dude. Me and my dad used to go to me and my dad would go to church when I was a kid, and we'd sit in the back, up on the balcony, and we'd just be cracking up, man. <laughs> Crack up. The deacon gotta go get the lady that fell over the chair and Somebody screaming, running down the aisle away. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> straight, wow. That was my favorite part. I was like, oh, okay. I'm awake now. That's right. I'm awake now. That's how you do it. Awesome. <laughs> Catching that Holy Ghost, man. See, and then I was like, oh, stage diving, right? So stage diving, that's like Holy Ghost right there. That's when you lose it. Yeah. Give it to God and hope mm. they catch you.
0: That's so crazy. It's connect- yeah, it's so true, man. So a way to look at it, so different, yeah. Yeah,
1: when they get lost in the spirit, that's what I. Because you know, because I grew up Jehovah Witness around church, a lot of that stuff. So I was like, that's what that is, right? Then you add the distorted guitars to it and a little bit of cursing. Hell, you know, (laughs) you got some whole other shit. Yeah, psycho gospel.
0: (laughs) 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 Did your um, did your parents like Fishbone? Did they see you guys play?
1: Yeah dad would come my mom would come my mom really didn't like it too she liked mm-hmm. it but not as much as my dad did yeah my well, mom didn't like the punk rock part
0: I thought it was crazy right yeah it does look really crazy that people don't even really know it, been to one before you know they see it from the outside perspective or yeah it's pretty wild yeah um what about what about the doctor mad like when, when did that come in like what it was oh dr
1: mad vibe yeah dr
0: mad vibes <laughs> yeah
1: dr mad vibe
0: is that a different personality the kind missing of missing link
1: that you need for your chain of life. Okay. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> you do like a poetry book first, right? And then it turned into an album, correct?
1: Right. So I did a poetry book and I released it at Lollapalooza. Oh, wow. I did it with this guy named Michael Goodnight. Michael Goodnight worked at Kinko's. Nice. Shout out to Kinkos. Kinkos was the yeah. Shit. Shout out to Kinkos. <laughs> after Kinkos after hours, right? So I go in there, make flyers and shit. Yeah, yeah. make flyers. He typed the poetry up, put it in the book. And, you know, so I you know we made a deal, and I got a lot of them printed out of Kinkos. That's when I was selling that shit out of my backpack. Wow, selling out of my backpack, man. You know, it's awesome. And then a lot of those songs that are in there, they turn into fishbone songs too. Okay. You know, and some mad vibe song. but Dr. Mad Vibe is my AK otherwise known as alias. Okay. My poetry and my spoken word and stuff like that. Were you writing you know,
0: poetry as a kid before you do music?
1: Yeah. Just, you know, writing stuff down, you know. Yeah. Dr. Mad Vibe came into the picture when uh that's just my other outlet of creating music mm-hmm. and and stuff like that and art. So when I if I can't get it done with fishbone, I can get it done through Mad Vibe. Got
0: you. Yeah. It's another way to vent and fucking...
1: That's when I had to learn how to play all my instruments. Mm. Drums. Bass. Saxophone. Baritone, tenor, alto, alto soprano. Organ, piano, theremin. Yeah. Percussion. And I do all my background and, and my leads. So I'm... You know, I've been learning all the instruments. So, you know, in worst case scenario, if I can't get my band to do it, I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. I I saw a video like doing a theremin thing. I didn't even hear of that thing. Somebody sent it to me the other day. It's interesting. It's
1: pretty awesome. I discovered that (laughs) in Atlanta when when we was playing, when we was making the Chim Chim's Badass Revenge record.
0: Okay. You heard
1: of that that before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, Chim Chim's Badass Revenge. And so... I discovered it in the in the in the basement of the studio, and I walked by it. I walked by the theremin and it went whoop when I walked by, and I was like, "What is that?" And I kind of backed up a couple of steps and it said whoop, and I backed up and I looked over and there was a box with two antennas. Man, I stayed down there. I missed all kind of vocal takes and everything, just <laughs> fucking playing that theremin, Boy, they didn't know where the hell I was. <laughs> I just had to come back the next day and finish my shit. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> where, where, does that instrument, where does that instrument come from? It's a Russian thing, oh. man. Yeah, it's a Russian instrument, classical instrument. Leon Thurman is the was the guy's name who made it. Okay. And then his wife, Clara Rockmore took over the instrument after he either defected or got kicked out of Russia or, or one of the one of the two mm. so she just she just kept it going because they looked at it as an instrument of war because of the uh the frequency Interesting. It's a single frequency, man. Okay. Cut through anything. I yeah. Never heard of that, man. That's crazy. Damn. it. You know, yo, yeah, you hear that stuff on the Outer Limits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outer Limits and the Twilight Zone, okay. the when the sp- when the flying saucer's coming down, and the big silver dude is stepping out the door, you hit it there. I mean, weee, Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, okay, okay. Weee, oh, yeah. You know, you hear all that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah. Separator did? Jason Neustad oh, from Metallica had one in his house in the studio. Oh, shit. He's like, check it out. I was like, oh, I was a little bit like, Yeah. It's, 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 it's incredible. I love that song. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I try, I try my best to play it in tune because that's the hard part. A lot of people make noises with it, how, you know, how techno, house, DJs. Wee, 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 you know, but can you play it in, can you find where the notes are in the air is the that's trick. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's hard to learn how to play that. Yeah, because you can't move, you can't dance around. Sure, you gotta yeah. stay right there where the notes at. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you think about it, a guitar or a piano or even a trombone, uh, there's space in between each note. The, each string is so much longer than the other one, right? Yeah. So that's the. Those are the, the the spaces that you move your hand when you're in the electronic range of the theremin's, you know, signal. Okay. Wa- wave signal, yeah. You know, that's that whole. That whole thing right there—it's pretty good.
0: So you self-taught everything, all the, all the all the all the stuff you play.
1: Yeah, I had some I had some private lessons when I was in high school, learning uh, how to read. But uh, I didn't keep up with that too long. Oh yeah,
0: my son tried doing that too. Like reading music—it's yeah. super helpful.
1: Yeah, it's helpful. You know, I know the basics of it, but I couldn't. I you couldn't put a sheet of music in front of me and just I just go. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do that.
0: Um, so the solo records, you had the same came out. That was another solo record, right? Um, which? The one after that. The, the, so he did the solo record. He did the poetry. And then the poetry kind of became the comprehensive, uh, legalology. right. So I
1: did the poetry CD. Yeah. Called a yin yang thing. And Mike Park put that out for me. Okay. Mike Parker, Asian man records. Oh, Asian man. Yeah. Awesome. And then after that came Dr. Man vibes, comprehensive linkology. Yep. And I made that, I recorded that in the Nutsack Studios, which was on the corner of Highland and Yucca. Oh, okay. Nutsack Studios? Yeah, the Nutsack. Sick. And <laughs> hey, you know that, you know that, that uh um the the gas station is, I think it's a Chevron. You know, it's a big church the over there, there. Mm-hmm. church on the corner, uh, gas station. And then next to the gas station, it's a bunch of bushes over there where you can walk through to get to the hotel where, where those bushes were, where those bushes are now mm-hmm. was where the Nutsack Studios got was was before oh, okay. it got castrated. So the Nutsack, the nutsack <laughs> Studios <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they castrated us, man. <clears throat> but that used to be the first Art Deco oh, shit. uh post office in Hollywood. Oh wow. Is what we had, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, we was up in that one.
0: Is good. that by Hollywood High over there? High school's over there? Hollywood
1: High, yeah, that's like down a couple of blocks. Yeah, into yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. My son's school was over there by Yucca. Yeah.
0: And then you acted
1: in Idlewild. Yeah, my life in Idlewild. Was With, that your uh, first
0: acting thing you did?
1: I think so.
0: Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was like a movie. That was like a legit yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah. Like... They
1: dressed me up like Cab Calloway.
0: Yeah. Like a museum instructor or something in there. I was, the, I
1: was, the, I was the Cab Calloway uh, character. Okay. <laughs> on stage for the band. It's awesome. Yeah, they gave me a toupee and a and a, and a cape. <laughs> <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> they gave me a toupee and a cape. <laughs>
0: How did that happen? I, Are you trying to act? or just happened? They asked you to be in there. They asked me to be That's in cool. there. They thought,
1: I, they thought I could play the Cab Calloway character the best. It's fucking awesome, man. I remember at the end of that movie, man, I had that damn wig on. <laughs> and at the end of the night, you know, we had done all the takes. I was like, oh, right, okay, it's over, you know. Good. I could take the wig off, cause that's what they made it. they made it sound like everything was over, right? So I took the wig off. I went to the big boys trailer. I drank a bunch of Hennessy. That's the first time I drank Hennessy. Motherfucker, I don't drink that shit. Oh it was drinking it though. I drank I, I drank that a lot of it. Ended up passing out. <laughs> Then the director's gonna come back in. We gotta do it one more time. Oh shit. They took my wig off and put it on the director's little brother. <laughs> and they had him both there dancing around. It was a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Afterward, though, dude, I, I remember cussing somebody out in there, man. I was like, why the fuck you gonna change these words on here, man? I was mad as hell, like, really? This is how y'all do it? Y'all some sloppy motherfuckers with all this money? (laughs) (laughs) Which Big Boy? Is it Big Boy Outcast? Yeah. Oh, shit. Big Boy and Andre uh, 2000 was up in there.
0: That's (laughs) fucking awesome.
1: (laughs) Man, some of the most beautiful women, man.
0: What, on the movie set, you
1: mean? Yeah, on the movie set. Lindy Hoppin, Jazz Dance. Oh, that shit, I'll never forget it, man.
0: You seem like a ladies' man.
1: Yeah, you know it ain't easy pimping, you know, dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Have you been married? You been married before?
1: Yeah, ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You oh, know, shit. twice married. I'm on my second one now. I see married right now. Second marriage now. Awesome. This, you know, but the first one was whack, you know. Hmm. <laughs> you have kids? Uh, I got one daughter. She's How old? 23. Oh, wow. That one turned out like War of the Roses. So 18 years of War of the Roses. War of the Roses, you said? Yeah, War of the Roses. Okay, okay, 18 okay. years of that shit. So I'm glad <sighs> I made it out of that. Mm-hmm. And with the short end of the stick, too, because, you know, I... I She'd always tell the judge, well, look at him. He's a musician and look at those tattoos and look at this footage and look at that video. You think he's the right kind of person to raise a kid like that? Mm. Look at those people on the warp Tour. Look at all those tattoos. I'm like, look, at bitch. Yeah. Look, at, look at that mohawk. Look at that mohawk. I'm like, bitch, half these people on here are parents. That's true. I saw you smoozing with one of the motherfuckers last week. <laughs> <laughs> Type of shit. <laughs> What's going on?
0: Holy shit. So second marriage, is good, man. That's second good.
1: marriage is better. You know, we already got kids. Mm-hmm. We already can't no kids coming to the picture for the other parent to fuck the over one, fuck the other one over with. Mm-hmm. So that's like. <laughs> so I'm glad yeah. I made I made it through that blender alive. You yeah, know, you made it through. <laughs> it's crazy what happens, man. You know, some people survive. They they sacrifice family life to be on the road and they play too, music man. I know I did mine mm-hmm. I didn't know it was gonna turn out like that but that's what the fuck happened
0: yeah it's a big sacrifice it's my it.
1: daughter's childbirth I'm on the stage with Fishbone I remember we damn. was in South Carolina somewhere South Kakalaki, Asheville wow. damn and I'm up on the stage with Fishbone playing ugly and I remember I could feel it I'm like my wow. daughter's coming out now cause I remember all the, all the sound of the stage yeah all the sound got muffled. And I'm looking out at the audience. Oh, the audience, all the, it just turned into like seaweed waving. Weed, the seaweed waving. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. And then somebody told me, Angela, your daughter's born. You had a girl. I'm like, oh, yeah. Could somebody give me a plane flight? Do you? Can I have your autograph? You fucking guys are great, man. I ain't know, but my daughter's just born, man. Could somebody get me home? Dude, you guys are fucking rad. You know the party of Ground Zero song? I was like, okay. (laughs) I just drank a fucking uh, big-ass tall bottle of vodka and just checked out until I got there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a big sacrifice, man. (sighs) Fuck. like You miss funerals. You miss people's babies being born. You miss weddings, everything. I didn't miss my
1: dad's funeral, though. I had to miss one gig, one Fishbone gig, because it was my dad's funeral. I'm like, I would miss my daughter coming in. Yeah. Can't miss my dad going out.
0: Yeah 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 i miss my in the early 90s i was a roadie for sick of it all and i was in europe and i missed my grandma's death and she was like a mom to me you know what i mean like i didn't have a phone none of that shit. they tried tracking me down at at venues and shit but when i came home she was already buried Fuck. that's more regret because she was Ooh, she, she, after my dad died she she was like a mom to me you know what i mean like um so th- yeah there's a lot of sacrifices behind music man for sure you give up a lot of shit. To follow your dreams and be on tour and fucking play your music it's and
1: then record company wants your dreams and shit. Exactly. Yeah, we it's want your music and your dreams too. It's true.
0: <laughs> 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 they want all that shit. I mean, I know, I know it's rough, man. Fuck, man. It bums me out when it, when you hear about stuff like that with Fishbone because how much we put you up here and I don't know. You know what I mean? Love those records and really wish you know what I mean deserve the respect you should get and you know yeah, and and I see you where I want you to, I think you should be yeah. and, and, and you know what I mean you guys the Bad Brains all these inspirational bands where I think you should be you know what I mean like I don't know
1: well you know what man that's when over, going overseas yeah came to the rescue game changer man overseas Japan Europe all that the festivals
0: that. they love you they appreciate you I feel like America gets jaded with so many festivals America gets so much shit they can See you a hundred times, you know. Man, I
1: remember this French, uh, record company. We was at the time this French record company called Terra Terra. They said the reason why we like American, we like to hire American artists, is because they're starving and they're angry, (laughs) and they've got the fieriest music, Mm. most passionate music. Yeah. We are lazy. Uh, We do not have uh, problems like Americans, so we are not as angry with our music. do not uh, uh, have the blues uh, for real you know (laughs) (laughs) so that's why they wanted us i'm like you motherfucker okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) now they really appreciate bands over there i appreciate
1: american bands you appreciate so much man because the music the way they got the way to do their music over there man musicians get paid yeah man they get the the government pays their rent if you got like what was it like 30 gigs a year or something like that. some Something like they that. They take care of you. They take care of you. Yeah. Yeah. Here motherfuckers are struggling.
0: And the festivals are stacked with diff- diverse bills that don't happen in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And kids appreciate it. Catering. Just everything, how they treat you. They they love that you're there. You know what I mean? Like, It's crazy. It's a different world over there. Um, I mentioned this before we started recording, but that movie Tape... You guys were in a movie called Tape Heads with John Cusack. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to the... Uh, premiere of that in new york city on the west side i'm not sure it was mars bar or somewhere but you guys played and john kuzak introduced you guys and that, that was just a fun movie and a fun time man he was a big fan of his tape heads. yeah tape heads
1: yeah john kuzak he's cool john kuzak and um
0: tim robbins that's right tim robbins that's right but but kuzak was a fan of fishbone i remember that like, he was like a fan like yeah he's from chicago yeah
1: i remember meeting him a couple of times
0: yeah did you have different people coming out from different walks of like actors people from a different world coming to see you guys? You're like, oh, this guy's
1: like me? Yep. I was I was, you know surprised. I'm like, you listening to me? Really? <laughs> <laughs>
0: and you, you guys were in the movie, correct? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. We played this group called Ranch Bone. Okay. <laughs> and we were singing Slow Bus Moving. Mm. Slow Bus Moving, like country style it's awesome yeah country <laughs> country style song
0: <laughs> yeah that movie was awesome yeah. I was stoked and just to be there that day it was a crazy show too
2: yeah what, New York, show, what show was this
0: it was the Tape Heads uh, movie release party oh on the west side in New York I forgot what place was Mars Bar or some small under I the venue. The Mars Bar yeah I don't know if it was that though New York was always great for you guys man New York was always fucking yep the Ritz Yeah, you know, the Ritz yeah the old Ritz, too. The original one, yeah, back yeah. in the day. Rock, yeah. What they
1: call it now.
0: Well, that moved and it became Webster Hall.
1: Webster Hall. But they still had it in the Ritz, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had, like, that big uh wooden chandelier. They did, right? Hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> the big wooden fixtures, like, hanging from, you know coming down like you know like a big wooden cone come down they had like tv monitors on either side oh, that's of, right that's right so when we was playing charlie we put like some naked fat girl porno up there on the screen 200 <laughs> pound fatties up there rolling around in some grease <laughs> oh my god during charlie yeah <laughs> oh
2: fuck
0: <laughs>
1: um fuck man yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm stumped on that one. <laughs> the
1: things you think up to do when you're on the road. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so how many years now are fishbone together?
1: Forty? Yeah, probably thirty five, forty. Wow, man. Yeah, we'll just say forty. How about that?
0: It's pretty amazing, man. It's a pretty fucking long It's a yeah. fucking whole life, man. It's like Yeah. It's meeting in high school and starting the band and all the shit you guys went through and done and meeting in junior high. Junior high,
1: yeah. So yeah, yes, a trip man. When I look back then and now so you know. Yeah. At least everybody in the original lineup is still alive. Only maybe like three people died. And that were involved with (laughs) fishbone. Yeah. Um, you know, people got kids now and families and shit. Silver hair. (laughs) Silver hair. <laughs> you know, yeah. I like calling it silver instead of gray.
0: No, it's good. Silver here is good. Yeah. Um, what what do you think it is that why you guys had such a long longevity career and like what do you think that the reason why it's still happening, people still care? What do you, and what keeps you going? You know what I mean? What do you think it was that was special about Fishbone that made it last this long and people still care, you still have new fans seeing you guys?
1: Maybe the honesty, the lyrics, and the music.
0: I would say that, too. You know. Originality, fun.
1: Yeah. It's a party. The non-compromising, you know, no compromise.
0: Yeah. It's positive, too.
1: Yeah, and it's positive, too. PMA, positive mental. I see you got it right there. PMA, positive mental attitude. Yes. So, you know, we always try to have a light at the end of the tunnel, no matter how dark the shit gets, you know. You always got to have that mm-hmm and uh super important yeah that's real important man you gotta have me light at the end of the tunnel
0: Do you feel like you live your life that way too oh yeah yeah
1: yeah you got optimist to. yeah you know you gotta be optimistic at the end of it or otherwise and you're wasting your time
0: yeah it's hard it's it's hard right now it really tests your pma during this whole lockdown shit man it's, oh, it's yeah. a serious test man
1: it's a hell of a test dude
0: you know, it's like even if you're healthy and we have music and we have careers, we have families and wives and we're a roof overhead, It doesn't matter because if, if you look at the news and shit, it, it just it fucks with you, man. It can really
1: beat on you, man. Well, you know, I look at the news as entertainment. Mm. That's a good way to look it's at it. It's a lot of reality on there. And <laughs> yeah. yes, I'm sure a lot of that, the majority of that shit is true. But it is very entertaining. And Trump is the joker. Mm. Trump, Trump is a horrible president, but he'd be a great entertainer. He's all about sensationalism. See, that's why people like him. That's why mm. the biggest part of America, cu- American culture is television. Yes. And entertainment. And Trump is an entertainer. Yeah, man. And he's very dramatic, and he's a sensationalist, and he, you know, mm-hmm. he, he's that. Yeah. So he's throwing that in front of everybody's face, which is... Which is distracting them from the you know from the reality that he's the damn devil. Mm. But a everybody, great point. everybody likes the Joker, right? The Joker was the devil, but everybody was my favorite motherfucker. I love the Joker, yeah, man. I love the Joker. I love the Joker. I'm glad I'm able to change the channel or walk out of the theater. True, with this motherfucker, you can't change the channel or walk out the theater. No, it's 24 seven. 24 seven. Joker. Yeah. I'm like, damn, it ain't funny no more, motherfucker. I, sometimes I'd laugh. When I hear Trump talking or just doing this thing, you know, I can't help but giggle or laugh sometimes because it's so absurd, but at the same time, it's serious. Yeah. And the joke is on
0: us. Mm-hmm. You know. It's so true, man. It's like we're a reality show, and he's the host, and it's called America, and he might get picked up for a second season. And You know
1: what I'm saying? Like, it could really happen. Yeah, then, then what the fuck are we going to do? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> What's happening, man? That's Angela. Right. That's my son, Max. All right, Max. What's happening?
0: Max, we're talking, about, we're talking about your president, Trump, right now, Max.
1: My president? <laughs> <laughs> that ain't my president. <laughs> he said, that ain't my president. I know. I know. So I want Sleepy Joe in the hole to get in there <laughs> and kick ass. Yeah. Some guy called him Sleepy Joe in the hole. He got <laughs> fired. Are you serious? I thought it was some funny shit, though. He got fired. I'm like, that is funny as hell because you know, right? After he said that, I can't. I'm, now I'm waiting for a Saturday Night Live to oh, come up sure. with a skit on that Sleepy Joe in the hole. For sure. Sleepy Joe is the pimp that can't stay awake <laughs> in the in the bulldog hole. Oh, my God. Get him, Trixie. Yo, you know
0: that's going to be a skit soon, though. Yeah, he's going to be like, get him, Trixie. <laughs>
1: You go get that motherfucker. Get his ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we, got three, <laughs> we got three months left to election, man. To fucking Fuck, dude. people got to fucking vote, man. Seriously, know, man. I'm voting. You have to. We have to. We know You know what I mean? Like there's then, no then, then there's a
1: side of me. There's a side of me that, that that be saying, no matter how much we vote, right, we can't see where the votes votes go after we put them in the slot True or that. send them off in the, in the email. True that. Right. So, you know, I'm just, I'm going to vote, but I'm also going to give it to God mm-hmm. because there's nothing I can do about it Yeah. after I, I put my vote in the, in the box or in the email. There's nothing I can do. I know, man. I just have to trust from there on that's out. That's
0: the scary part, too. It's like, what's going to
1: happen with the votes and all that shit? And I just have to trust and I have to make my music and I got to channel my magic because I'm that motherfucker artist, just like y'all, yep. that, that the people believe in. Yeah. We tell the truth and we tell the future. Yeah. And we know how to put the put we and we know how to push the winds and blink the lights just right enough for people to believe it. Yeah. See. It's true. So that's what artists and musicians are. That's how we 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 come up in these times. Mhm. You know, a lot of artists, man, and musicians, we talked about this type of shit happening a long time ago. Especially
0: you guys, man, and the bad brains, man. We talk about all this yeah, shit, dude. Yeah, man. Chromax too on the record, Age of Core record. They talked about all this. A lot of stuff's coming now. Like it's happening now. Dead Kennedys. Always been happening, yeah, it's true. Have really been I know. It just wasn't magnified. Yeah, pre-internet, pre-internet, right. and magnifying everything with it was social media. Was really just much of a
1: surprise. yeah. Yeah. And that's how it was? I was. Lives right next door. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Wow, R G Bunker.
0: Right yeah. <laughs> Oh my <laughs> god That's fucking scary man That's crazy Yeah, you know, who
1: vote,
0: yeah. Are,
1: just like, are thinking like that
0: mm-hmm. I mean they did not want That's a good point, point man with you know, vote. It I know it's I know
1: That's what happened Before years ago for sure too Yeah people hated both of them yeah. It's so true and then the real racism, man, real, you know, racism was really, it's not like it wasn't confirmed already in my mind. Mm-hmm. But when Obama got into the picture, then I was really able to say there is some real racism here beyond a doubt. They don't like him because he's black. Yes. No matter what he did or said. That's facts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, Go back to punk and stuff too, like, the Dead the
1: day Kenny is the shit Jello was singing about. Oh, Dead Kenny, dude. Yeah, he, Jello was, was, he was, Alpha like, was preaching that oh, shit. Dude. Everything he sung about, everything, everything, man. Was hitting the nail on the head.
0: All Kill the cool. poor, chemical
1: warfare, all that. Nazi punks fuck off. Just mm-hmm. all that shit all was, that. Just, I think that, you know, like with music and even comedians, you know, you look
0: at comedians, yeah. Carlin, you know, they were
1: preaching. George Carlin, yeah, yeah. George was Carlin wrong.
0: was saying some shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like
1: Yeah. really relevant what they're talking about mm-hmm, yeah now it's under microscopes. So and now you can see the cooties yeah exactly.
0: maybe it's when the president started tweeting and being on social media because before we lived our lives not knowing every day what the government was doing but now every day you see it he's tweeting he's talking shit he's beefing with people on Twitter on Twitter he's talking shit to people you're the president that's man. the
1: dumbest shit you can do I know man if you wanna <laughs> <laughs> if you wanna fucking rob a bank don't tell it everybody yeah yeah Shit, it's so true. He's on there being an asshole and getting away with it, and be like, "Yeah, I'm a dick." And I know, I know, bullying. Hey, kids!
0: <laughs> people love it, dude. It is a TV show. You're right. We love that shit, like the Trumps and the Kardashians, like the probably biggest names in the world, the Kardashians and the Trumps, because people love that reality shit. Man. See,
1: they love the reality shit until the, until that shit comes in their house. Facts. It's true. I used to watch a lot of Jerry Springer. Mm. Supreme in inter- top shelf entertainment. <laughs> Fucking love that shit. Until me and my wife turned into those motherfuckers in the living room. Mm. I saw, man, one day we was fighting and arguing about some shit, and I looked and I, out of the corner of my eye. I could see Jerry Springer on the TV. I was like, oh, mm. Can't yeah. watch it no more. The <laughs> demon has creeped out of the fucking TV and into the household. <laughs> <laughs> that show is so fucking
0: off the charts. Man. <laughs> it? it was so crazy, man. Yeah, that's a good point though. Fuck, man. hmm Um Do you have any regrets in your life? It's a hard one. My
1: first marriage. Gotcha. I don't regret the I don't regret the kid. I don't regret the love. I just yeah. regret the 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 the, the uh, attachment, the legal attachment, mm. signing the paper, having a number and a barcode or whatever the fuck it is representing your love between you and the other person. Yeah, you know, because the number you know attached to the beast. mm Hmm. Just like with your record company, where the record company has you sign that—that's another one. That's another attachment to the beast. Your music, which is pure, supposed to be a pure gift or a signal from it or God or whatever you want to call it, your high power from your heart, from all that, yeah, from your heart, right? And then they put a number on it and, and a, a number on it and everything, which defiles it now. Put a price on it. What's it worth put a right price it? on it, right? You know, you ain't charging the birds chirp to chirp. Yeah. A really good point, yeah. I mean, dogs to bark or any of that stuff. You know, we go out we hear music all the time out there walking down the street. You hear it all the time, they mm-hmm. not being taxed. But you know, yeah. now we're we're being taxed and now there's there's a, a business being made out of music. Yeah. You know, which kind of it's a it's a tainted culture, which is now necessary if musicians want to stay that way and pay their rent and, and survive in the matrix. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, it'll really, uh, if you're not strong enough, it'll just destroy, rip, like, it'll rip all your dreams and all your, everything, take everything away from you, like the industry, all that. Because you love what you do and you're passionate about it. You write these songs, that inspire people, you love playing music, like being on stage, like touring, like everything. But then the vultures around you that start taking all that shit, they take away the fun from it and it really, it could really fucking break people, man. Break yep. bands, break everybody, man. Really just like, oh, yeah, dude. It really break you down. But you have to fucking go through it and just figure out a way to, to maneuver through it and maintain and. And survive man you know what I mean like yeah. it's crazy publishing, publishing all that shit this yeah is,
1: oh my god
0: <laughs> dude I wish I kept mine. I know I, we signed a label they like oh we take it, it was a great deal it was epitaph records but they did a thing where like they had a publishing company so you would sign you get a publishing deck you, you get a publishing deal for each for the record you get advanced so we did that which was great, but after that, we tried, it never really worked for us. After Ep- Epitaph had a cool thing in the 90s, but mm-hmm. they were not a major label, and that was just totally fucked MCA Records. That was just...
1: They joined with MCA? We
0: were with MC, We were on MCA Records, on our one record with 2001 with them, and that's the one that I, I, I have a problem with, because it was overproduced, and I, mm. I let I let my band take over, and they uh. picked... You know, I mean, like, it's not a bad record, with those songs hold up live with the mm. other songs, but mm. I, I wasn't mentally... I was moving to California with my wife. I just wasn't I wasn't down with the whole thing, but I went as a unit with my band mm. to go from Epitaph to MCA Records and do this mm. major label. You know what I mean? The experience was fun, but it just—I don't know. I just the rest of the band wanted to move to MCA
1: and away from Epitaph.
0: Yeah, they wanted they wanted to take a chance and try something different. They just so. wanted to try. Something. A lot of our friends were doing that back then, and we had a couple friends on on that label. And I don't know. And so yeah, I just kind of and that's the record where like when I think about it, it gives me like anxiety because I really was I really wasn't in it. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't mentally in it and I was like, I was just going for the ride. But you knew you had
1: to be a part of it though because you, you were part Singer, of it. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So it's like, and that experience and that label and the major label and all that shit and the ass kissing and the free CDs and the free lunches and all that fucking fake shit no know. It doesn't mean anything, it don't man. Don't mean nothing. It does. I love the free meals when you when you when you need when are struggling. The the meals are great. Yeah, the meals is coming right on time. Get the CDs. Take them to the CD store if you have to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they lace then, you up to the walk. In
1: the back of your mind, you're going, "This motherfucker's trying to distract me with food." Yeah. <laughs> and free shit and free shit headphones
0: at Sony just whatever like the different meetings you had and the walkthroughs oh my god how do we
1: survive the blender all that shit that's what I'm talking about the blender that's the blender right there right but but we did though because
0: our our shit's real we came out
1: pureed not chopped yeah but it's
0: because we're doing something <laughs> real that we love and we're passionate about. We, we live it, dude. We live the shit. and Nobody can take that away from you, man. I don't give a fuck mm. what label it is. And it it could be broke. You could have some money, have an advance. You could be struggling. It doesn't matter if you're still passionate about what you do. Mm. That's why you're still here, man. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? You live for this shit.
1: Like, That's right. fuck
0: the labels. The labels are fucking... You don't even need a label anymore, dude, dude.
1: okay. So you know, after you find, sign up to the major uh, contract, after 30 years, there's supposed to be a four year window where you can buy back all your shit. Oh,
0: shit. That's That, that I X did, did to, it. Who did it? X. X who?
1: X, like Paul, uh, uh, John Doe and X. A, and oh, yeah, X. John. Okay, X, the band X. Okay. I was me and Norwood was on their documentary. They had like a, a, mm. a, they put out a book, an audio book. Okay. And so, and they're doing different interviews with different people. And so, me and Norwood on there talking about shit. Mm. You know? But yeah, man. So, you know. It's a four-year window, man, after 30 years if you're still here.
0: Fuck, I'm only, on t-
1: I'll be 20 years on that stupid record next year.
0: I don't want to say stupid, because the people listening, I'm sorry. If you like that record and you're listening, I'm sorry. I'm, I don't hate the record, but I hate the whole experience. Yeah, right. I'm I not going to disrespect my own record.
1: But, like, that's 20 years next Oh, my God, I could, Oh my God, I could totally go. You're fucking stupid, Fishbone. Fucking stupid. Ah! <laughs> 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 no, I love Fishbone. I love you. But, but listen. It's that, okay.
0: Yeah. But now I think of people will really appreciate Truth and Soul because they know it wasn't an easy journey to make that record and all the shit surrounding it. It didn't affect making a great album. Like all the outside fucking vultures going in your pockets. It didn't affect that, that record. You know what I'm yeah, saying? the like music, it
1: just, it, right? The actual music, w- yeah. The main reason
0: why you do in the first place. That's why you know we do in the
1: first place. You know, I tell you another thing that's hard is uh, fans want you to stay in one spot. That shit sucks. They want you to stay right where they first fell in love with you, love at first sight. They want you to stay right there with the same shoes, pants, hat on, and everything else. Bleach Mohawk Yeah, Yeah, fuck hereditary baldness, motherfucker. You need to have that (laughs) shit on your head or else we ain't gonna listen to you no more. It it is true, man. They want you a certain way, man. They want you to stay that way. So then when the artist wants to expand and try some stuff and expand your horizons. Sold out, man.
0: You sold out, dog. Fuck that. got your roots. I hate that shit, man. Yeah,
1: I'm like, get your ass up here and play some shit. What's your band called?
0: I always say, what's your band Like, come on, really? That was the thing. We took a chance, went to a major, and our, our record was more melodic, and it was produced by Matt Wallace. I love you, Matt Wallace. He did Replacements. He did mm-hmm. Faith No More. Yeah. My drummer chose him. Like, that was his dream. Yeah. It was mad cool. We did a fun record, but it was overpolished, so people were like, oh, you, you sound different. No, we don't. We just sound more produced. It's the same band. Nothing's changed. I'm still a straight-edge, vegan, hardcore kid. We're just yeah. on a major
1: label. It's, you know what yeah. I'm saying?
0: Like we're not, yeah. We didn't change the insides. We changed our sound. But you have to experiment with that shit, man.
1: Yeah, you gotta experiment yeah. with it, man. Being an artist
0: is about evolving. Totally, about man. You can't, can't say artists. it the same. It's it. like, oh, you get inspired, you work on
1: an album, you wanna move forward. You don't wanna do the same shit. Yeah, you wanna move it's forward. Make like
0: the shit over and over it's again? That shit's so boring, dude. That's right. Playing the same old shit.
1: That's right. Now, see, what I've done as a way to cure that shit because you know the people they want to hear their favorite songs they don't, Course. Give, they don't give a fuck what you think you know you just the thing up on stage wiggling and blowing. you know that's <laughs> true so, <laughs> so you're the thing up on stage wiggling and jumping around right so i've had to look at different songs from a different man different pers- a different perspective helps everything dude Gotcha. All them songs like Ma and Pa and The Suffering and Drunk Schizo, you know, and all those family oriented songs I ended up writing. Now I could sing them. I had to learn how to sing them from a, a survivor's perspective or a storyteller's perspective, perspective as opposed to the victim's perspective. Because mm. I started out being a victim when I was writing stuff like that. Gotcha. But now I'm the storyteller. Like, come on kids, let me tell you what happened a long yeah. time ago. Hey, you I know? love that man <laughs> wow. I love that. Then I could keep then I could keep singing it, right? Yeah. Then it ain't gonna give me the blue, Oh, poor on oh, that bitch took me. You know, I yeah. I ain't there no more,
0: you know. It's a new perspective, new way yeah, that's awesome, man. It's a great way to think and, about and shit. Every show is different though. You, know, yeah.
1: you are playing
0: the same songs. People are different, mm-hmm. scenario's
1: different, sounds Sound different. Sounds different, yeah. Is entirely, entirely different. different. But if you could, because you're the one that's putting it out there, they're looking at. They're the one with the. They're the. They're the birds out there with their mouth open. Give me a worm. That's yeah. that's how they are, right? So, yeah, you want to give them something fresh each time, even though you've been chewing on the same piece of bubble gum for how long with Fucking the same years. dirt and grit in that motherfucker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the worst is trying to like you write a new song, you're psyched on a new record, then you have to go play like a new song in the middle of your, all your old songs, and people just.
1: It's like It sucks putting the
0: new songs It's hard to bring them out You know what I mean like, It's yeah. frustrating man It's such a challenge but then that's
1: when You gotta come out That's when you have to Be able to attain The authentic You Like you did When you first started out Yeah that's true To get them to believe What the fuck you doing
0: Yeah that's true It's important Yeah you gotta, you gotta sell it it's to them you know, It's the most important
1: thing to, to showcase That's why I hate to call it work Right. Mm-hmm. it's not man. i hate to say well oh, i gotta go to work tonight i gotta go i got i'm working this weekend mm-hmm. but if you're playing because you know we play yes so if you play if you keep it in your head that you are playing that playfulness yeah right is going to help your authenticness come out more totally when you're trying to convince these people that are either new or they've been there and and they stuck where you they they're stuck in one spot you know
0: yeah yeah we think it's, we think as a job and work it's way different than just going out and playing with your friends and fucking you know what I mean like but it it is our career and we do it you know yeah. we're lucky to still do it and I know I hate seeing the job too I man I hate that shit too
1: I know because then it's like oh shit that means I have to right. you know but people like it best when they when you get to play yeah when they get to play you get to play with them.
0: Mm-hmm i like, "What do you do for a living? What do you, what do, you do?" Like, what, what do you, "I play music." You don't say, "I work." I go to work and play music. I play music. I just play shows, and it's hard to describe. Like, That's right, shit don't grow do. up. It's a trap. It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> do you have any daily rituals? Huh? Daily, any daily rituals? Uh, you look, you look great. By the way, you look like you're in great shape. Oh, thanks, man. You look healthy. Now, I was gonna say about for being a frontman your teeth are like perfect for getting the microphone smashed in your face your whole life well
1: actually this part right here on t that was filed down from the top of a saxophone mouthpiece wow when the little wooden piece the plastic piece comes off where you yeah. put it and so under that plastic piece was the little little steel bumps that hold on hold <laughs> on the piece to the the, the, the the rubber this fucking wooden piece right uh-huh that came off one night when i was soloing on ugly Oh shit! And I felt this dusty shit in my in my teeth in That's my mouth. Worst. I was like, "What the hell is that?" I looked in the mirror. <laughs> my shit was filed down. Damn, for I'm all like, those what? years. What
0: crazy man?
1: Yeah. So nothing happened with me banging the mic in my mouth or yeah. nothing like that. It only happened from that. Wow. Yeah. Because we can hit the mic
0: so many times, like my t- my shit are all chipped. And Kevin Seconds has a song called "Punk Rock Teeth." Like smashed his, <laughs> like his teeth, teeth all chipped his microphone. Like we basically hanging the mic out and fucking getting. Who got a in.
1: song called punk?
0: Seven seconds. Oh, seven, seven seconds. seconds. Yeah. Got a song
1: called "Punk Rock Teeth." Awesome, dude.
0: <laughs> it's so good. It's a great time because you get teeth all chipped out. Uh, from the microphone yeah, crazy, like.
1: right? Who? My God. But yeah, you look really young. Man, you look great, man. Thanks, man. I'm I'm thankful. I'm thankful that the music has kept me young. Yeah, it really it does. Dude, four knee operations, four knee operations wow. on the left, arthroscopic surgery. Had a little piece of bacon put in there so I could bend my shit. And, and then two on my right knee. Wow. Yeah.
0: All from music and jumping around and shit. Yeah, all that, man. Not uh, from sports. We all get hurt from this like punk rock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's on. the that's
1: the sport to punk rock. It, it is, man. It is. Stage diving lawsuit. Mmm. 1.4 million. That's what the judge had put us at wow. at first. You know, we ended, up, we ended up winning because the judge was like, yeah, the judge was like, we need the arts to survive in our community. <laughs> what, what, what? Old white judge looked like, looked like, uh, 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 what's it, the goddamn president's name in the big chair sitting up there?
0: Oh, fucking, um, what's his what's name? Name? not George Washington. Um, <laughs> Abe Lincoln? Abe Lincoln. He
1: <laughs> look like good old Abe. <laughs> we need the arts. So You, you st- lose, bitch.
0: So you stage <laughs> died on somebody and they got hurt or something, or what happened?
1: Uh, that's what they say, man. This lady who's standing up in the front of the stage, little mousy, mousy white lady. She's up in the front. I'm thinking to myself, what is she doing right up in the front? Can't she see that crazy mosh pit behind her? I think she got up in there on purpose, man. You know? Mm. And then... And then uh, after the show, waiting for the encore, the security guard came up to me and said, "Hey man, this, you know somebody got really fucked up out there." I couldn't really pay attention because I was catching my breath and yeah. somebody was talking to me and some shit, you know. And then later on, she came back with a, with a lawsuit. Fuck. Four lawyer team. Fishbone didn't have no money. We had a lawyer, had to get, it, and we lost it because we didn't have no money. My mother came in borrowed some goddamn money and, oh, and, and paid man. for the lawyer to, to, to pull us all the way through to get another lawyer to pull us through it.
0: That's fucking brutal, man. Yeah. What year was that? Early
1: 90s or something? Seemed like it was in the 2000s. Oh,
0: okay. And, and how bad did she get hurt? Did she get really hurt? Do you remember? Well, like she a,
1: said it fractured
0: her collarbone oh. and ripped
1: her ear. Fuck, man. You know.
0: clubs. I mean, you think they have insurance. Yeah yeah shout out to your mom and that's fucking amazing your mom stepped up like that mom's man.
1: Desiree Moore she stepped in and saved, them, saved the day man wow man you know that God bless man but I uh uh you know all I can imagine man was just that that lady talking about I need some money let me go in here and just stand right in the front you know and go home oh I didn't get banged up good enough let me get this sock with some pool balls in it and
0: whap whap mmm you that's know that's fucking crazy if, that really, if people really do shit like people, that man phew, dude and how, and she doesn't realize how it affected you and got down to your mom helping out they're, they think like you're on the stage they have all this money they'll just, I'll just do this so that's, that's
1: what people think dude I know,
0: man. false reality People, fall, people
1: go for the false reality man and after that I was kind of spooked to stage dive for a while I was, that mm. shit just spooked me out man mmm and we have a friend that got arrested oh yeah yeah
0: Rip. shout out to my man Randy from the Lamb of Lamar God that's a great documentary to watch too, man.
1: Which one? Randy from. A guy from a band, the singer, Lamb of God. Lamb of God, right? Right, and he got arrested in Czech Republic. Oh, right. For you know. Pushing somebody off the stage. I didn't think he pushed him. Right. It wasn't. Yeah. It was, just, but it was. He was in jail for at least half a year. Ago. God damn!
0: Ooh. He's a great human too. And the documentary is incredible. I should get the name of the documentary. Can you pull up the documentary? Yeah, you, so you gotta slug it. I was scared after that too. I was scared after that too. Oh, dude. His kids come on stage and they, you know, bang into you and shit. That's
1: fucked up,
0: man. I know. The doc is like a normal doc about the band. Then that happens during the doc. And then they cover all that. Him getting locked up when he gets there. And he's such a great fucking dude, man. And he was so strong through the whole thing. And like, there was all different footage. And through the time he was in there? Yeah. (laughs) Bro. That's, so after that, I was like, "Damn!" Because kids come on stage and they grab the mic, put the hand yeah, around your man, neck, they jump so on top shit, of you, fucking stage,
1: all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you got one person just fuck it up for the whole culture. Oh, yes. Yeah, man. it's crazy, man. You um, know. And so now this virus can't get together no more, no more Pits, no more people on the dance floor. Like, what do you know? I'm, no. I'm looking at footage of different people concerts people you know partying together like we know how we do it and now King Corona has come in with the big washcloth and wiped y'all we gotta clean this bitch clean it up yeah
0: it's crazy with you six feet apart at a fucking punk show it's not gonna happen it ain't gonna happen it's not gonna happen so wh- what do you predict for the future of music like when's it gonna happen again
1: it's hard Man, to right it's hard to say I hope it'll happen again I mean eventually eventually You know, the bug will dissipate and, uh, you know, people can go, people can get back to being what they remember to be as regular or close to it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but you can't see this shit, right? You can't see it. No, man. So you just got to believe it's there. Like God, you can't believe, you you don't see God, but you believe it's there because you see the wind blowing through the trees, you see the water running. That's God right there. Mm hmm So this virus, yeah, this is some God shit. You can't can't see it, but you know it's there.
0: Yeah. It's interesting how the earth is like thriving now in different parts of the world and people, when it first started, the pollution went down and the rivers got clear and animals come out. Animals come out. Where they feel safe again. All that shit's beautiful, man. It's like Mother Nature, all that like, there was a, there was a meme that said like get back in your room you guys are you guys are being bad you humans I'm gonna check I know I am yeah. it's time to check the humans because we yeah. fucking raped and pillaged we are this fucking, fucking planet up we are fucking up like for years it's destroying this place man
1: dude I was saying on, on this one post because sometime I go on and do a post and I said racism is so fucking stupid it is man it's just dumb yeah it's vain it's the disease of vanity. You don't see dogs and cats hating another one because of the color of their damn fur. Facts. It's so true, man. You don't see another fish hating another one because his scales ain't the same size as mine. I know. Or the birds. So his dumb. feathers are a little shorter. I don't like him because of his feathers. No, you ain't gonna do none of that shit. They just out there surviving. True. I agree. It's so dumb. But us, we're tripping off of that shit? Still? Still. Still, Still in 2020? <laughs> 2020 i know dude i'm just like and you know i'm disconnected man i'm I'm so glad i consider myself the uh uh what what they call that movie the brother from another planet (laughs) so i'm a brother from another planet right because i ain't here the majority of the time anyway thank god you're pretty much off the grid i'm off the grid thank god man you know but when i see stupid shit like racism and hear it i'm like who the fuck thought that up Mm -hmm. there's gravity here
0: <laughs> yeah. It's so we true. We can't, man. we're not going anywhere.
1: I know, man. God has made gravity to where we don't go anywhere. And if you don't believe in God, well, it has made gravity to where you can only jump so high and then you're going to end up right back down here. Yeah. So that that should tell you something right there. It's mm-hmm. a good point, man, actually. Gravity,
0: dude. It's, it's crazy seeing, it just seems like now more than ever. You see shit every day, racist shit every day. Every day's videos, there's violence. It's it's crazy, man. Yeah,
1: dude. So I, you know, I'm just like people mentioned racism, and you're like, be what? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, fuck racism. Okay, you know, what? come up with that shit, carry the flag around, wave the flag. You've been doing fuck, that for a long the shows. time. Yeah, Decades, got man, got got fishbone ties to say fuck racism yeah. on it. Got a little tiny flags to say fuck racism on there. You know, fuck res. That's my motto. Fuck racism. Been saying that. Mm-hmm, been saying that. Gonna keep on saying it. But I still, it's just unbelievable how short-minded mm. and sighted people are yeah. when they when they engage in racism.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We can see what happens with everything. All the, all the marches and everything. I hope. I just want everything. I hope something positive to come from this lockdown. You know what I mean mm-hmm all the, Social all justice, the riots the police brutality all that marches gotta be changed and man. that shit
1: is set up too. the cia i'm pretty sure they set it up because they got a big old pallet full of bricks out there when motherfuckers are right here take some of these bricks and throw it through the walls so the builder can cash in on the insurance i did see the bricks i did see the, I did truck, see the pickup, truck with bricks. pickup truck full of bricks man
0: that shit's crazy too all the planting all that shit man
1: planting all that shit oh yeah burn the building down that's a song i'm working on with the brand new step brand new step is another project that i'm doing okay it's a band we got we're two albums deep okay we got seven several videos probably even more on youtube this is something new right now yeah but okay. it's, it's got the disco ball more of the disco ball on it so it's got okay. some electronic elements in there and, and we got videos and stuff and okay. the website and everything so that's it's awesome. good man it's matter of fact i'm doing okay so i got a show called patreon let's get it tell it man the Angelo Show on Patreon. So you go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, Yep. Front slash Angelo Moore. You go in there, you be a subscriber, pay five dollars a month. It's great. And support uh, man. That's how you support yeah, bands, man. Especially you really got to do it now, man. Because as artists, dude, this is like some some of the only shit that we got.
0: Hundred percent, man. And
1: merchandise, online merch, merch support the yeah. bands. And is there a Fishbone website for that? There's a Fishbone website too. Fishbone dot com. Yeah. And we're selling fishbone fuck racism ties. You got shirts up there too, and there's shirts up there I'm too. Okay I think I'm like sure I used to have one back yeah. in the day. Yeah, it was classic fuck back racism. then. Yeah. <laughs> who came up with that fishbone logo? David Kahn. Okay. David Kahn was our producer who signed us to Columbia.
0: Wow, he came up with the logo. Holy he shit. came up with it with a little
1: using a little computer. Um, Dang.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. If you had if you had to pick the top five, would you have a top five? Artist, musician, anything? Inspirations?
1: Damn, why did I just think? Why did I just think of Anderson Pack? Just named just jumped. He's in great, man. You like him? Anderson Pack is bad. Yo, him.
0: he's fucking amazing, man. Young plays drums, sings, yeah. raps,
1: hips everything, dude. Yeah, so he does all that. Really he's good. really great. Dre found him, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I like Anderson Pack. I like Dub Trio. I just did some music with Dub Trio. Okay. You know about Dub Trio? I heard the name before. Yeah. Oh, dude, okay. Dub Trio, man. These three white boys they kill it they kill wow. it on some dub reggae sick yeah dude just like some heavy heavy dub okay so i got with Stu brooks yesterday that was just yes- okay okay awesome day four yesterday and i've you know put some lyrics to some of his dub stuff man yeah dub trio man you gotta check them out they're from l.a too actually they're from the east coast okay and we would play with dub trio sometimes fishbone Wood. yeah
0: so you have you still be air to the street, like you know Anderson Pac, that's fucking sick.
1: Yeah, Anderson Pac is bad. Is it Pac or Pac? I, I think it's Pac.
0: All right. So you do you like new hip hop stuff too, like Kendrick Lamar or you heard of him or Kendrick New stuff? Lamar. He's from Compton. He's incredible, man. Incredible.
1: I'm sure I've heard I'm sure of, you have. Yeah, I just can't put a finger on it, but I'm sure I've heard of Kendrick Lamar. Um You know, I don't have a radio in my car. (laughs) You don't? I got a CD player. That's fucking sick. So I get to play all
0: my favorite Old school. (laughs) And
1: pick shit CDs, you know? Yeah. And when I do listen to the news, it's it's rare. Yeah. You know, but I I do,
0: you know. Do you have a certain station you fuck with for the news or no? No, not really. Just whatever,
1: yeah. Yeah, CNN, Rachel Rachel Maddow, Don Lemon. You know, all those, you know. They all come at one after one after another at night. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. What would you do? You have a favorite uh, punk band of all time?
1: Well, yeah. There's the Bad Brains. There's the DIs. There's you said the, D.I. Yeah, D.I. Oh
0: shit! Chill out. Yeah, That's some, I love D.I. Man, D. incredible. The
1: Kennedys. Uh, who is the band the same? Richard hung himself? Fucking Vandals.
0: That was D.I. That D.I., my bad, my I, bad. D.I., right, yeah. Oh, fucking oh, yeah, Suburbia movie. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Richard hung himself. Richard uh, hung himself. See, I did a
1: band with Flea and John Fashante and Nikki B. Oh, wow. Called Hate. Shit. That's sick. H-A-T-E. Hobbs, Anarchy, and Truth For Everybody. Fuck, so that's Flea, awesome. Flea called it Hate. And so if you look online and you look up, I think they still got it under John Fashante. Okay. You look under John Fashante and you look up Hate, you'll see me there okay and we was playing all punk rock covers when did that happen what years was that back like mid 80s holy shit maybe late 80s or something so that music's out there to listen to it's released no it ain't released that'd be sick yeah we never got it released but it's attainable on youtube that'd be
0: sick to release that now kids would be That'd be awesome oh yeah dude so d you should put di in the mix that's pretty sick dead kennedys black flag Circle jerks like suicidal remember them yeah, I like Suicidal. How about Minor
1: Threat? I don't know too much about East D.C., East Coast, yeah. Um, um,
0: did you, I, li- you- I
1: like Sepultura because I know when I hear y'all, I, I, I wouldn't know any of the songs, but I know the sound. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Sepultura is hard, man. Yeah. It's a hard
1: band. Did Rocky George ever play with y'all? No. Okay. But Rocky, man, he's so talented. Man. Yeah, Rocky George. Rocky George played with us. Who else I like? Black Flag. Black Flag was always good. Uh-huh. Anti-Nowhere League. Ooh. Fela Cootie. Wow. Anti-Nowhere League was sick. Fela Cootie, Bad Manners, Special Selective Madness, The Trojans. Oh god. What about sick. some hip-hop shit? Uh, oh, God, Back man, then. This is so funny early shit or uh, uh uh niggas with attitude
0: um nwa was a punk band it was so punk them and public enemy dude
1: yeah public enemy was good yeah public enemy for sure public enemy living color oh, oh living you're asking about hip-hop right Yeah, snoop living dogg. color was great snoop dogg was uh, good he was a dick when i when i met him but it's okay oh got shit. some good music man damn that sucks music. <laughs> Sly Stone, he was a dick when I met him. Great music, great influence. Damn, Sly Stone. I know.
0: Sometimes you want to, you don't want to meet your heroes. Sometimes. I would that
1: sometimes I'm like, hey, you know what? Yeah,
0: I'll, I'll, I met you before briefly. <laughs> I met you before briefly, but I, I was not nervous. But I, I knew you're gonna be cool because we come from the same world. But I met you like you were cool when I met you when I was younger. But sometimes you want to meet the people you look up
1: to. man. you want to keep them as out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you don't want to know the monster. That makes the magic <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. I met a couple of people wish I didn't, and I met a bunch of people like, holy shit, they're so humble and so nice. Like, yeah, yep. So, but some people it's like, I'm gonna stand <laughs> yeah. over here and fucking yeah. My wife, she didn't English. want to meet Robert Smith in The Cure, but I had just met him. And so my wife shook his hand. She goes, he said, said something to me. She goes, I don't speak English. And then she walked away. She didn't want to talk to him. She was scared because it's fucking The Cure, bro. And ah, she, met, and she, she
1: said, I don't speak English. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and she loves Robert Smith. She, want to fucking, she, she wants to be Robert Smith. This fucking, uh-huh. I would never want to meet Prince, dude. Prince is like up here and shit. You know what I mean? Now see, I
1: got to play with Prince you did on The White Room. Holy this club, sh- this show called The White Room, like a British show called The White Room. Wow, man. Yep. He was cool? Uh, yeah, he was cool. Yeah. He had some hell of a dirty teeth, though, man. That motherfucker looked like he didn't brush his teeth for about a, what? Week, well, a couple of weeks, dog. <laughs> what? He had the veil over the front.
0: Wow, man. He was the, veil, cool. the veil era. I remember that era.
1: We played some song. I played soprano saxophone. Damn. He left it on there for a little while, and then he cut me out you can still hear me blowing but you just cut me out on the side you know never found out why mm. like,
0: do you okay. know about the you in the band do you know all that shit when you met you
1: yeah 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 so he was liking fishbone he wanted me to be on there and he had me on there but then he cut me out for some reason weird I'm like all right dick it's okay you were, you, were you a big fan of prince yeah prince the shit, i did prince dude. in tarpling
0: uh, too underrated dude i
1: did prince and uh little red Corvette in a talent talent show in junior in what? high school. <sighs> Come on, bring it. Are you serious? When I have my Jerry curl. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that shit. That'd be fucking wow, man. That's sick. Uh, yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah Prince is fucking. Yeah, Prince, and then Cat Glover. Cat Glover. I know Cat him. Glover, the girl who sang mm. with Prince. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She got she paid for a lot she donated a lot of money for my knee operation man so oh wow holy god shit bless god bless crazy ass cat and, you know oh shit wow that's fucking
0: awesome yeah small world man it's fucking really is like all different yeah, music yeah it really is it's
1: a trip when you, you, know, when you think about it and it's smaller with the internet
0: yeah so you don't really fuck with the internet too much who you don't really mess with the internet you that much like go online and stuff social media or.
1: I'm trying man I got my show yeah the Angelo show Got content on there. I got some subscribers. Yeah, I'm trying to get more into posting. It's good, man. It's it's a way. It's, it's how it is now. But sometimes I just get kind of like, uh, like unenthusiastic. Like, I don't feel like going on camera. You know, you mm-hmm. motherfuckers today. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but sometimes, but as long as I have something to talk about. Yeah. Like like for instance, right? I'm doing this thing called a mirror of what? Okay. So if you go to Patreon or you fe- Facebook. Each week, I go in the mirror of what, and it's a mirror, and in the mirror, I show all these different my different videos and stuff because I got a bunch of videos out there, but I don't people, I don't think people know that they that they, they're that they're there. Exist, yeah. So I feature the videos. Smart. And all the projects that I'm doing, and if it's something that's got like words or something like that, or a special feature, yeah, I have them go to my Patreon channel and check that out. Yeah, you know,
0: Patreon smart is all exclusive.
1: Yeah, that, all the right. right? So now I just been, I've just been uh trying to keep enthusiastic and motivated about interviewing people. Mm. I interviewed HR. Nice, wow. nice. I interviewed HR. I interviewed and and his new album, and I got a couple more interviews. People I interviewed Durga McBroom. Uh, she's like a house singer. Okay. Lonnie Marshall from Weapon of Choice, I interviewed him. And I got Storytime Theater where I play my stories on Sunday night. It's cool, man. Yeah, and I got some uh some performances where I'm playing the organ and I'm singing and stuff like that. You're staying creative, man, busy. In man. front of the green screen, I set up the big old green screen, four sided green screen with green floor, sides and back. <laughs> get out get in the green screen box. <laughs> See. And then, That's I, awesome. and then i do my thing there you know but sometimes like i was saying before sometimes it's hard man because as far as my imagination will carry me and i got a pretty wide one yeah it seems like it Sometimes reality will hit and go angelo there's nobody here to look at you play stop trying to fake it <laughs> you know that there's nobody there and i'm like but look man can't you see the crowds They're out there right now. Can't you see them? No, motherfucker. All I see is a couch and a camera. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And I got to talk my ass out of that shit. It's fucking hard. To keep going. Yeah, you know? It is, man. The
0: news, all that shit, the online shit. And then we talk about the streaming stuff. It's hard, man. I thought about doing it. Then there's also, like, in Europe, they're having the cars pull up and do the uh, drive-in theater, drive-in shows
1: where the band plays over here and they're in the cars. That's how we did it, Ventura County. You did that. Fishbone. Ozo Motley. During this lockdown? Just recently. Fishbone, Ozo Motley, and another group oh, I can't shit. remember for the name of me. Man. Definitely... How oh, was yeah. it? It was fun. It was like the cartoon Cars. The movie. Yeah, yeah, Cars. Yeah. All the cars come in. <laughs> the, the, the stage is in the middle of the parking lot. Four-sided stage. Damn. Each big TV screen on the side of each stage. So when the band start playing they pull all the screens up and you can see the Band playing on the screen. Okay, and then they got like a Bluetooth. Oh yeah, that's right. Radio station. You tune into a station, you hear the band playing through your car radio. And there could be cars full of people. All cars together. full of people. They get people get out of their cars. They dance next to. They set up the barbecue and stuff like that. They dance around. Was it fun? It was cool. It was be, fun. Yeah. When you finish playing, people beep their horn or rev their engine, and you hear people clapping too. Wow, man, that's yeah. some new shit. That's like the new life. Now people too. If people start coming up. Too close to the front of the stage, and the security comes and try to break pe- try to keep you no know, social distancing. So, people came up, try to roll up on the they stage. They try to come up on the stage, the security kind of wow. keep everybody apart. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's all right. Was Let's it weird we, being was it, fucking doing it? Yeah, was
0: it weird playing the cars? Kind of was it weird? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how I
1: said that. It was weird playing the cars. Yeah, it and I got to remember, I'm like, oh, that's right, there are people in the cars. Yeah, it's, there are people standing next to the cars. Dude.
0: It's fucking crazy, man. So you did that. That's crazy, right? Yeah.
1: And then, you know, because you know that the main thing is the camera, I kept thinking to myself, the main thing is the camera. Mm-hmm. So I had to perform to the to I kept the thinking in mind I have to remember to perform to the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Perform to the camera. I wanna try that, man. I wanna try that. That's that's the part. Yeah. And you just got to get theatric with it, man. You mm-hmm. know, that's when your acting, come, acting skills come out. Right. You know? Yeah. So then when you see yourself played back, playing back, like, oh, yeah, okay, he's talking to me. He's really talking to me. Look at him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know? Wow, man. Mm-hmm. That's cool. You did that. I, I think I'm going to try it. I and mean, what else are we going to do? We're gonna end up doing you one. might do it too. A going to do it in South America? Yeah,
1: in Brazil. Wow. A stream? Uh, a driving Driving. Driving show, yeah. yeah. That's wow. the turn of the century, man. All those drive-ins that haven't been knocked down yet, that's going to be the new thing. That's amazing for them. That's cool, yeah. it's a good point. The new drive-up, pull up and fucking sit in your car on a date and fucking watch your band. And watch your band. And you know, everybody has excuses of why you shouldn't stream. Oh, it ain't going to work. The sound's going to be fucked up. Something fucked up's going to happen. What if it doesn't sound right? Oh, What if there's a glitch? I'm like, you know what? It's better than not doing nothing at all. 100%, man that's where we are right now
0: 100 percent. we have to do it. i've man. surrendered to that yeah yeah i'm thinking about doing it in my garage like a live stream Pans, bands are doing that they put the merch across the bottom they yeah. can donate they can charge five bucks to get in and you, you can do all requests you can answer questions on there and make it really intimate and shit you know what mm-hmm. i mean like yeah you be creative with it to make it cool and different you know mm-hmm. be creative with it have like a cool backdrop mm-hmm. i was thinking like having like a wall of flyers like a cbgb's background like you're in a small club or something i don't know Like you mm-hmm. make it cool like
1: when you're streaming yeah yeah and have some uh have a, uh, an applause track yeah. yeah have a boo track applause track have all that shit going <laughs> on
0: <laughs> or like play free bird sample of some yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yo, people, or some shit yo or people can get cutouts you pay 20 bucks get a cut of yourself and right front, that's how they did on the, the basketball pit. game yesterday <laughs> like punk rock kids in the front Cardboard cutouts, that's me in the front. Yep, with Ooh. some bobbleheads going damn damn. You can have different tiers. Yo, you pay $100. Yeah. You i will print yourself out out front. That's kind of sick. I'm, there you I'm go. from England. So you're from England. You see you at the H2O show in my fucking garage. That's kind of sick, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> people, but I saw the that. I saw the cutout people at the basketball I heard game. I that. Man, once I realized what was there, I could not stop laughing for a while. I'm like, these motherfuckers got cut out cardboard figures of people.
2: They have
0: cheering,
2: don't
1: they? They have cheering,
0: too. They had booing, too, I think, didn't they, for a minute? (laughs) Like like the other team, maybe like the home (laughs) team or some (laughs) shit. I just just don't want this to be the normal, man. I I just. I don't want
1: it to be the normal either, dude. But what else am I going to do?
0: I don't want it to be the. I get masks like the rest of our lives, going on planes like they did when I went to Japan for the first time. Everybody's wearing, being respectful, wearing masks, because they don't want really to give you the cold. That's how humans should fucking yeah. act towards other humans. That should stay with the flying and stuff. But yep. But they're not playing a concert and people jumping on me, sweaty and hugging me and giving them my...
1: Fuck, man. I know, I don't dude. Know,
0: I, I know how my life's going to be if that doesn't happen again, man. It's like my whole life. I know, I know. Perspective, dude. I know.
1: Perspective.
0: I try to block it out and just focus podcasting, which be creative, doing other things. And... I'll play a show one day. I see the, I see my shows being advertised next year in Europe. All my tours got moved. I, oh, I see the dates with my friend's band, but I'm not going to think about it because yeah. I have no control what the government's going to do at that point. Right. I have no control over that shit. I have no control over And it, I, I've dude. learned in this lockdown not to stress about things I have no fucking control yeah. over. Yeah. It's hard. At The first couple months, I felt so beat down by it. Mm-hmm. But I can't, you, got, you got to fucking live. You have to live through this shit. Yeah. There's flu when there's a vaccine. There's Lyme disease. It's not curable. We just don't go get bit by a tick. Yeah, there's things that are still here. You gotta avoid that's that. Right. shit. right. Yeah, you gotta avoid it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to be a maneuver through this
1: shit. COVID nineteen certified official vaccination identification artificial intelligence. That's scary too. And that's what that's the abbreviation for.
0: Like, is it gonna be? Is it gonna happen? Where, yo, let me see your passport. Do you have a vaccine stamp? You can't come to Europe right now. We ain't fucking with Americans right now. You're number 25 on the fucking passport list. Mm-hmm. So you're going to show me you've been vaccinated to come to the. And I get it. That could happen. That's and not know, conspiracy. They you know the
1: vaccine's going to be dirty. I believe that. They're going to have nanobots in the vaccine. The New World Order's here, 5G. They want everybody fucking connected so they can see what the fuck you're doing. Peeing, fucking shitting. eating. They already know that. I they do already that already see. on our fucking Gmail, though. They do that already, right? They do already. Yeah.
0: On your phones. They know on the phones and the apps. That's game over. It's you know how many times over. I go on my computer, I see like tattoo removal or like Nike's because like Nike's anything I love vegan food I see it on my computer ah it's up. all right there right yeah,
1: There I know what I'm looking at on my how shit they, how do they know I'm thinking that I, what they know I'm thinking they say they looking at you huh it can hear you it can see you everything
0: as we're talking right now every phone if it's turned on it hears mm. you it's a Siri you know and it will come on so
1: there's so a I, camera, got, I got Alexa right yeah and there's a camera on my so phone did, there's a camera on my
0: computer people
2: working in that industry have already admitted
1: yeah yeah you. But, you know, putting it inside under your skin is uh, enough is enough. Yeah. Because I know we're being watched constantly, right? But uh, getting a vaccination with a little chip under there so you can see, you know, because I saw this documentary. You know, oh, yeah, 5G, New World Order. I'm all the way down. Yeah, I just go to the airport, run my wrist over the, over the thing and oh, walk right in. Imagine that. Or face print, face print. Uh, Face recognizing. We uh, have it already on our
0: phones. I have it on my fucking iPhone. The the fingerprint. I mean, I don't know. There's a a camera on my fucking computer right now looking Mm -hmm. at me, right?
1: And the 5G. All the 5G towers. It's like when the 5G is fully turned on, if not already, right? All these towers that you see around the city. All of them. Man, that looks like a big fucking tarantula on a goddamn pole. Mm. electronic star wars looking type shit Mm. all the radiation right the radiation we already got radiation already right but with 5g but it give you like a 500 foot radius from the tower out and then the the signal starts dissipating but you know 5g you can download your a three a three hour movie within five minutes or something less Mm. like that you know all for convenience and so but then the radiation can weaken your immune system, especially if, you know, young ass yeah. kids ain't got to worry about shit because their immune system is, is top, you know. But the older you get, the weaker your shit gets unless you're just pumping them vitamins and taking care of yourself. And, yeah. You know, sometimes that ain't easy. I, I think the
0: 5G, the speed, it's
1: because people want shit right, right now. Right now. They want the convenience. Amazon
0: Prime right now. Like, press the button and at my door. That's the thing. People have no patience and they want everything by the click of a button. That's right. And that's fucking, that's how it is. That's crazy. super fast it's mm-hmm. just, they're holding off on it they always have it's them. like it's like new iPhone 10 it's like the new iPhones are already set for the next five, yeah, ten right, years they already yeah. have those they fucking iPhones they do that they just don't allow
1: it. it's not happening here yet they're yeah. it slowly slip in slowly like, oh, creeping a bit more. Like, mm. yeah insane. just make the money and shit right like, yeah until it gets up like oh it's a little bit faster they've already had that technology they already had it man and I've seen some of these clips on on uh i don't know if it's on youtube just on the internet where these guys these installers are putting this stuff in right and some of these dudes they just quit they're like i can't do this no more if i i know i know what i'm installing Mm. i know what the fuck i'm doing my conscience won't let me do it no more i gotta stop it's paying me a lot of money but i can't do it because i'm aiding in uh the the crippling or the destruction of, of mankind disintegration of mankind when i'm putting this 5g shit in Mm. yeah
0: dude and, and, and that's something dude, I, that's something that we can't control and can't stress about as far, we have no control over that shit I know. you know
1: what I mean we, we can
0: stress about and think what's gonna happen but shit might not even happen we know what's gonna happen you know what I'm saying like there's, mm-hmm. so, there's so much information that's the thing there's conspiracies there's this side there's that side mm-hmm. there's so much shit information on the internet now and, and it gets it fucking fucks with your mind you know what I mean fucks with like, your mind man it, 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 music
1: music <laughs> is the savior <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's a great end quote Angela, thank you. Should we talk? <laughs> Yo, we talked two and a half hours. Yo, two hours. That's a great music is the same.
1: <laughs> and now a word so from much. our sponsor. <laughs> no. A wrap. Just,
0: no, no, no. We talked for two hours and fifty minutes. We killed it. We covered everything. Um that means it's two o'clock, huh? It's fucking it's uh two forty-three. Holy shit. I really appreciate your time, Angela. I appreciate everything you put on the earth. <laughs> I appreciate your music. I appreciate your positivity. I pre- appreciate your influence. Go to the brandnewstep.com.
1: <laughs> brandnewstep.com. Check that out. That's the one. That's the, got the disco ball on it with the Dance Music Project. That's two one two two albums in, videos, all that kind of guys. Yeah. The Missing Links, that's my four-piece punk, sky, reggae, jazz band. I'm playing two double-tier organ and singing at the same Man. time and, and, and horn and theremin and everything else. I'm trying to put a record out like that, you know, that one. And then I got some others. And then I got... Uh, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, front slash Angelo Moore. You go there and you become a subscriber and you can see all the magic I'm putting down under the microscope.
0: And then social yeah. media it's just Fishbone Soldier, correct?
1: And then Fishbone Soldier, right.
0: Those are the main ones. And
1: there's a bunch of stuff on there. You should
0: get stuff. one for your solo shit, too, on there, man. People you cite. Oh, uh, you
1: mean like a uh, like a dot .com, you like, mean? Like an Instagram for you, like for your solo shit. Right, so I got angelo Moore at instagram i got instagram and i got facebook all right perfect yeah 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 so i put stuff on there too yeah 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 i'll, tag, just, I'll tag all that shit that's dude. right and so this week on the mirror of what is my feature that i'm doing on a, on a song i got called karma cash back okay right so that's on there now so each week i'm putting out something different on the mirror of what it's great look, man. look at that on facebook you can see it on facebook yeah
0: What, what last question what inspires you to keep going and make your music like this like what inspires you to
1: keep doing this well, it's the only thing I know how to do, and uh I feel like I'm doing the world the world a service man by by just keeping keeping the dreams manifest and showing people that they can they can they can manifest their dreams too, yeah, I love that. Inspiring people, man. dreams is what make the world go round, man. You're leading by example by everything you've done, man, and keep putting good energy out yeah, there. Yeah, and I'm trying to keep that going. Trying to keep the positivity happening, positive mental attitude. Keep the music and the magic flowing and shit, you know. Keep keep people uplifted, man, because I love that. especially now, especially now, because we're in a fucked up state right now, mm-hmm. and we need as much music and magic and lyrics and poetry and freedom that we could possibly have in our lives. Because, uh, you know, the devil's at large.
0: Yeah, I love that, man. Yeah. Well, thank you for being you, man. You inspired a lot of people. You inspired me, you inspired Derek. Right on. inspired my band, my life, and it's an honor to have you on my podcast.
1: See, and we need to do a show, a streaming show, or either a show where we stream. Yeah. Mm. What's the name of band again? H2O. H2O. <laughs> that's right, that's right, H2O. Sepultura. Yeah. And Fish Fishbone. Bone. That'd be
0: kinda sick.
1: Or if Fishbone don't want to do it, I got the missing links and I got the I got the brand new step. <laughs> brand new step. We had like two actually two tours and went to Taiwan and Japan. It's awesome. Yeah. So you know. Let's do it.
0: Let's do something, man. Creatively, yeah. yeah it's fucking yep. I love it.
1: I was telling Dickie from the Boss Tones when I went in there and did some music with with the Boss Tones. I was telling, man, we do a stream, just stream show. Oh, it's nothing like it was before. <laughs> you know he talks. It's nothing like it was before. You know? Shout know, to Dickie, We love I don't you, man. You gotta do it. You know, it's fucking your mask. You, you fucking people. Yeah. It's nothing like it, you know. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> you know, just being there. You're an actor, motherfucker. you a badass actor. Just gotta act. Act like they're there. Oh, shit. His voice is so good. Yeah, okay, okay. I'll think about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, shit.
0: Yo, I fucking love Dickie, man. Shout out to Dicky. Yeah,
1: Dickie Bear. Fuck, great
0: band, great human. Fucking stoked for the new uh, Boston's record, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck. All right, I guess that's it, man. I'm going to have you on for like a part two then, some other day then. Fuck, we'll keep talking. Oh, before we go, Angel, I want you to talk about uh, the David Bowie. Uh, the
1: David Bowie celebration. Let's hear it. So this cat named Scroat put it together. And he's like, I want to play all of these, all the David Bowie tunes. So Scroat got this band because Scroat's a, like an a, a underground curator and, okay. and booker in Los Angeles, right? Yeah. So he'll just be doing different stuff. Like he did the Fela Cootie review. He did Miles Davis review, you know, and so he's pretty good. at. so he did the David Bowie. And David Bowie, we were able to do two tours Around America, we did one in South America and we, wow. did, we went to Iceland.
0: Wow. Iceland, wow, i have been there.
1: And had Mike Garson in there from the from the original lineup and a couple other people from the original lineup of Bowie and all the different people wow. that played with David Bowie. That's amazing. And then uh, something happened with that first lineup. You know, somebody got rogue or fucked up or whatever. You know, you got jealous motherfuckers. So Scrope broke off and got a whole nother lineup and did the Bowie. Wow. But I was in there and I was doing costumes, awesome. changing makeup, costumes. Man. I had a character called nigga Stardust. <laughs> oh
0: my god!
1: <laughs> Instead of painting my face white, I painted black.
0: Oh shit! That's amazing, man. I say I was singing all that shit. Oh yeah! So you're a big Bowie fan, obviously. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: That's amazing. Is there yeah. footage of that online anywhere or no? Yeah, there's some, some shit out there. Okay. It's like, I got a cameo now. Hey there, you have two active cameo requests. Ready yeah. to make someone's day. I knew he'd kill it on this right <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Andrew. All right, thank you, man. Peace.
0: Hey, guys, thanks for listening. Um, please rate, review, uh, subscribe. If you haven't subscribed yet to this podcast, please do that. And whatever platform you are listening to this on, I'm glad you found me. You can rate me and review me on there also. So thank you guys sincerely for the support. I cannot wait for you guys to the next one.